Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What's up, people? You're listening to the Two Pro One Slow podcast brought to you by Factory Image Racing. Check them out on Instagram at Factory Image Racing. They offer a huge range of hard parts, service parts, tools, and more. Welcome back to episode 15, I do believe, and we've got a guest, Matt Jones, with us. Special guest. Special guest, that actually, a yeah. Bit of a m- week intro to Sorry, honest. special. Well, so I'll tell you what I'll do then, because probably from having Matt on here, we're going to end up with some uh, some new people that listen to our show that are mountain yeah, bike fans. We might as well all do and have we an might introduction. Might as well introduce yeah. yes. So this is Billy, he rides bikes quite well. Hello, Billy. This Hi, is Tommy, Billy. he also Hello. rides bikes quite well. Hello, Tommy. Billy, do- Hello, Matt. Matt. Billy does um, enduro. I'm Ed, I don't ride bikes yeah, very I, well. I do enduro. My, I, well, me and Tommy ride motorbikes as well. You just said bikes, didn't you? Well, you ride all the bikes because yeah, you think you're a mountain biker. That's why we've got Matt here yeah, to tell yeah, you actually you're not a mountain biker. <laughs> <laughs> just ruining my dreams <laughs> now I ride enduro which has a headlight and over a longer period of time Thomas rides motocross I've which never is heard enduro described as no, it I just go, has a headlight I've got my <laughs> bike I just go fast around in circles it's not really circles no nah, different kind of circles not, I sat with a chap who goes fast in circles today on an interview who's that Ty Woofy yeah Woofy we did a we had, did an interview together at the NAC. Woofy, Woofy, Woofy. Woofy was there today. He wants to come. He want, yeah, he wants to come ride. He wants to come ride the enduro track at Edtos. He'd beat you. Bill, can you help Matt just with this mic? You might need it pulling a bit closer towards him. You have to pretty much eat. We have to, have to wear these. It's not that loud in here. All... Well, we can turn you up. Can you hear? I could, I could hear with them out, with them off. Yeah. Oh, you can take them off. Yeah. You don't have to oh, wear. I them. like it with it on. It makes it more of a special. Just undo the no, thing I for him, Bill, be on the side, with and pull it up to your. Close to you. You did that, didn't you? No. Uh, uh, there we go. Then you won't have to lean forward so much. Maybe it's a, maybe it's a seat. A seat in. Mm. We we you've just done this once, Matt. Oh, I have to sit on these chairs. <laughs> and these fucking mics. <laughs> <laughs> it's gnarly. Back, yeah. isn't this? So back. Fat. You think you're slouching and then yeah, see, yeah, and you, you give slouch. it all that, and you back up, and then you. you just I mean, you got you've got a lever underneath. You could lower yourself down. You know what we should get. I know we've got a lovely desk, which was very nice. We need a sofa and get the headphones with the microphone attached to them. Yeah, that'd be so much better. <laughs> you could stay on the desk, and me and Tom could just sit in the background in the, or like an office chair. Or at like least. a proper chair, like um, the, where you have a back on it. Like an office just chair. Anything like. with lumbar support. When he walked in, I said to him, God, he's tall, isn't he? Like, he's, he's taller than I thought. He's actually shrunk just because of the chair. Back. Yeah, like, you have to slouch over it. Two, two terrible, people terrible today posture. have come up to us and said, Wow, you're taller than on the video. One said, Come up to us and said, I love the vlog, but my goodness, you're tall. And then the other one just said, You're a big guy in person, aren't you? So Your how, shoes have got a bit of a heel today, are you? Six foot two, I think. 188 centimetres. Oh, I'm six foot, I think. Mm. Seen his shoes? Mm. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, I clocked I them straight away from Lewis Hamilton. 
Well, no, the okay. shoe, I took the piss out of his shoes a minute ago, bless him. What's furry gold things. Yeah, From a winter shoes, that's how they've got fur. Keep you warm. Come on, let's have one off. Let's have a quick look at Run it. Run us through the gold zip while you talk about now your they're furs. smart yeah, shoes, he said. They're, my, they're my smart shoes. Being an, they're fashion shoes. <laughs> they're fucking awful. <laughs> what brand are they? What sort of mate? Fucking heavy. It's quality. they gold zip on them, man. Yeah, it's 24 carat, that. Giuseppe. Any Giuseppe. Good? Giuseppe, yeah. No, no budget spared They've on got them. Got a lot of fur in them. Yeah, that, well, that's why. That's the appeal, to be honest, the fur. Before we get on to all things Matt Jones, let's just have a little recap about your last week and a half, two weeks, Bill, because it's been entertaining from the. Uh, from the WhatsApp yeah, I'm sure it's been fucking hilarious for you a lot. <laughs> just getting further updates of another hospital or still no news or return hospital, then food poisoning and then came home to do a race. Now start at the start. Start from the from where it was all going so well in Spain and then from the, the, from the door. The initial downhill spiral. Yeah. Um, right, so just give you a bit of context as to where we were, what we're doing. Uh, we've been in Spain for a few weeks, tested... Tested for Super Enduro, got my bike feeling pretty good, suspension feeling good. Uh, team left, Stan went back to Italy. I got left to my own devices in Spain to train. Have you done now? I'm having another go at that. No, that and then he plays it. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll now, this is an Instavid. I've noticed. But is that, you want another attempt or are you happy with just the two you've already done to, to put off? No, this one's good. Right. <laughs> so, anyway, left to my own devices in Spain, um, training super. Sorry. Super Enduro is going well. A few days testing. Um, it started to rain in Barcelona, so there was a, there's a new indoor track opened in Madrid, which was like six hours away, which um, I thought we might as well go and ride at because we weren't going to ride in Barcelona because of the rain. Um, headed there, rode. Uh, the, the night we got there um, went pretty good. Did a did a seat bounce over some tyres and put on Instagram and got a load of views, so that was good. Um, next day, start. Oh, then I watched that, and then Johnny done it way better, but you got your video out before Johnny. Johnny just didn't sit bounce it in his video. Well, no, he just done it nice. Send it. Yeah, well, I was it doing it standing up, but uh, just the whole technical concept of it. Did you say to him, but please let me post mine first? No, but... Because um, if he had posted you his before, it would have took the limelight off of your video. Can you let him finish his story? Yeah. Nah, this, this is go a, back to Instagram video. This <laughs> everyone was commenting on yours because they thought it was special. Yeah, I will admit that. But some local Spanish guy did it three weeks earlier, to be honest. Who no one had but ever just didn't of. get the views. So then you felt you felt like the first one. No, nah, I didn't feel like the first one. I'd, well, if he's he's not going to be listening to this, but give him in his credit, some random Spanish guy I'd never heard of had done it. Some fast Spaniards, even when you go to motocross. Um, as I going to say. Um, so anyway, the next day comes and Ryan did a couple of motors. Johnny was f- fucking around. Um, wanted to change his tyre or something so I said oh, I'll put, I'd filmed the vlog while we were there it still hasn't came out yet because it still hasn't had an ending which you're going to find out about in a minute anyway. so he was fucking around changing his tyre I said oh, I'll put my GoPro on and do a couple of laps for the vlog while I'm here um, so doing a couple of half horse laps really just for the vlog trying to talk it a little bit trying to show what the track was like um, got a little bit squirrely in the ro- in the logs bear in mind this is an indoor track so it's in like a barn um, they're all like now look getting, getting a little bit squirrely Instagram video. Uh, <laughs> Story or main? Hey? Story or main? Neither, yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, got a bit twisted up, clipped the side of the building, the door, um, rather hard, and cut my arm. Again, not particularly big, just I could tell it was quite deep, it hurt a little bit, but, but miraculously I was uninjured other than what appeared to be a superficial wound. Um, 
So eight appeared is a, is a key word. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm just thinking this story's got an awful. I feel like I've been talking yeah, for about ten minutes, and there's an awful lot of it left. Um, so anyway, that's quite good. Like normally, it's a load of shit what you say, but this is actually quite interesting. <laughs> Ed's actually already told me the story two minutes after I met you and he managed to pull it together in 90 seconds and it was quite enjoyable. Um, <laughs> yeah, speed it up. Bill drags it yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll speed it up a bit now. So anyway... Hit a door, got food poisoning. Hit no, hit the door. Ate dinner straight after hitting the door for overall. I'd, I ripped my radiator off and flattened my front pipe. So that was me done riding for the day anyway. And that was the last day we were there riding. So I thought, oh, well, I'll eat... I'll eat lunch and then I'll go to the hospital, get some stitches and all would be well. So we ate lunch, went to the first hospital who'd we'd already called in advance to see if there's a doctor there that could stitches and then they said yes waited there for an hour and then the woman said no can't stitch it you need an x-ray i said no, i don't think there's anything broken just just need stitched just cut no need an x-ray she gives a piece of paper sent us to another hospital and it's in like about an hour from madrid in middle of nowhere like proper little ghosty towns not a single person in either hospital spoke english i was literally communicating via google translate which was thrill um went to the next hospital um they started cleaning it sped this story up has he this speed it's impossible for him to speed this story (laughs) (laughs) they started cleaning it blood started squirting out of it say we didn't need that you didn't they didn't wouldn't stitch it i don't really know why um but then i had to go to italy the next day anyway to go to ecma so ended up, I stayed in Madrid, changed my flight, which has meant me from Barcelona, to fly from Madrid the next day to Italy. Woke up the next morning with food poisoning, just puking, shitting, just felt like I was going to die. Got dropped off at the airport, still had my arm stitched up with a big hole in it, also dying of food poisoning. Got to Italy, to the hotel, I was meant to go to a dinner with Aero, um, and died, passed out in the hotel room, didn't make it to the dinner, said, I can't attend this dinner, I'm, I feel so bad. Woke up the next morning, um, to go and get stitches in my arm at um, a doctor I knew in Italy he stitched us up sent us on my way I was meant to go to Ekman in the afternoon for an autograph signing I was still too ill to even attend I went to the team workshop and slept all day so if anyone came to see us at Ekman I do apologise uh, what are you laughing at? <laughs> Fucking hurry up get to the punchline but what even is the punchline? There is no punchline. You missed exactly. So then, anyway, got home. I flew home. I was meant to fly. I forgot what happened at the beginning. Yeah, so that that long. Like I don't even know what happened in the story. This has been a really bad. Anyway, feel like I've lived it with him. Yeah, (laughs) and it is rough. It's supposed to be about Matt. This podcast was a rough week. It was a rough week here, there, and everywhere. In the end, nothing ended up happening. I flew back to the UK because I was supposed to be riding the tough one at the weekend, which was last weekend. which I didn't think I was going to do at the time because the next day I woke up, my arm was full of fluid and swelled up massive. I went to hospital, tried to get them to drain it. They wouldn't drain it. Um, didn't feel very well. Uh, arm was massive. Ended up, woke up the Sunday morning, still ended up riding You were still one. in hospital at 10 o'clock though, on Saturday night before this tough one, weren't you? Yeah. Um, about half seven, half, uh, eight o'clock we left. Just say 10. 10, 11. <laughs> Barely out of sleep. Now yeah. I got back, um, still ended up riding the tough one. Um, uh, I guess I thought I, it, my arm was fine, but I guess I just wasn't pushing particularly hard because I then flew back to Spain on the Monday. Ed Might have nearly dusted you up, mate, of all the videos I've seen. Yeah, he wasn't far off. As, as, and it, uh, now you're saying you weren't pushing. Well, I didn't think I was until I flew. I flew back to Spain on the Monday. Ed dropped us off at the airport. Uh, flew back to Spain Monday. Attempted to ride Super Enduro Tuesday and couldn't make a lap. Like I had three attempts at riding. Had first attempt, got dressed, thought mm, my arm's a bit stiff, but it was fine at the tough one. It's going to be fine out here. Come on the track, did did a lap, missing all the obstacles, just doing the corners. Jumped into the matrix, 
triple, hit the next double, and just my arm just collapsed to the handlebars, and I just, oh, no, this isn't very good. And I went back to the van, took my helmet off, and had a drink for a little bit. I think I've had some c- cold cream or biofreeze or something. I put a bit of that on my elbow, thought right, it might be better Icy now. hot. Something like that, one of them. Put a bit of that on my arm, I had another go. You should have put some Volta roll did, on it. That did a different, it. did a different, the other Matrix, again, tr- Tripled in, did it the next double. Twelve minutes into the story. Oh no, it still hurts. No good. I went back to the van, had some Haribos. Third attempt at riding, still didn't make a lap and thought, this is really bad, my arm's really sore and I've got a super enjoy world race, world round this weekend. So I went to the doctors um, who scanned it, well, did an ultrasound and seen those two hematomas in my elbow and it was... Back, so yeah, my back. Um, I've got an incredible hunch forward on. You Usually need going to for put the, your mic up. You're going for nah, but you're, you're going for the backwards work. approach. If you, this front one's all right, you might look like an idiot, but yeah, I'm not that bad. Sometimes you when you just give up, <laughs> it's all right, isn't it? Yeah. Um, do, you mean, do you mean give up with this story or give nah, up? Nah, we're nearly yeah, there. We're, we're, nearly, we're nearly at the end of the story. Just hold tight on the story front. So I went to the doctor. These mountain bikers watching are going to go, this bloke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've got new fans and all you've done is Try dribble jump on. in. The one yeah. thing that took my interest, what's the tough one? So the, the tough one, Sounds yeah, that's a oh, good. That's, there you go, Matt. You've asked a question now. Another 10 minutes will be gone. I get what Super Enduro is, uh, I think. It, what's it, the tough one? The tough one is a Extreme Enduro, so like an outdoor race in Wales. is one of the original kind of, I was going to say British races, but like original races, full stop, really. It's, it was, it's been around like 15 years Um is it hard? Really hard? Uh, it's pretty tough. It's not as... But, you know, it could be it's not <laughs> like yeah, as extreme as some of It's not as extreme as some of them. Ed would get round. Right. Um, it's hard to, like, in a multi-lap race I'd or whatever, get it gets slippy. You'd, I think you would both get round a lap, to oh, be honest. Really? Mm, it, like, obviously, it's been going, it's a pretty similar track for the last 15 years, and you think about bikes and tyres and how everything's evolved in 15 years. Like, it's, but it's still difficult. Um, but again, it's not definitely not the hardest race, but... But it's quite an iconic race and quite a big one in England. So got it. Yeah. Right. So here we go. We're no, 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 no. What we're going to do is we're going to time him. You have got two minutes to finish this story. <laughs> oh no! Well, that's and then I'm what? Not, ad break. I, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, we might as well. <laughs> I'm not going to operate under such pressures. I'm just going to go at my own pace. Quick, you th- uh, you're three seconds in. Where did I get up to? Uh, so I went to see the doctor like the end. Went to, <laughs> I went to see the doctor He said come back and see another doctor tomorrow morning Came back to see another doctors. doctor the next morning And he said come back tonight And I'll give you I'll, You need surgery to have the bit drained The hematomas cut out your arm There's an infection as well Which we're going to cut out And something else to my elbow So I went back on the Wednesday night Had the operation Had to stay in hospital on the drip overnight So I could have three Lots of antibiotics on a drip They left a pipe in it as well So I had to stay in hospital all day Thursday Until Thursday night When they could remove the pipe So that meant I made Missed my flight to Poland, so then I had to fly to another airport, which was four hours away from the arena oh. on Friday morning. Then I had to get my eye car, drove four hours to the arena Friday night, did the race on Saturday, and ended up winning all three races and was very <laughs> happy. And that brings us to the present day. Yeah, that was the best bit. That 51 was good, seconds you wrapped that bit up in. Yeah, that was good at the end. Yeah, okay. yeah maybe it's the final crescendo. Maybe you should have performed under pressure from the start. Yeah, you should have. I feel like such an idiot for the last 10 minutes. That was good. Well done. And you no, can I download that entire story <laughs> on your e readers at home. <laughs> That oh. was good. You had a tough week. I'll give you that. And then no, a drama-filled couple of weeks. But anyway, hopefully I'm near a, the end. And of you it. probably don't tank fifteen grand in that week. I That's fucking good wish. Yeah, the, with the fucking missed flights, surgeries, and the lot. It's, oh yeah, you uh, spent. A I'm bit struggling as well. to fucking break even at this rate. Yeah, but we're leading the championship, so that's all that matters. No, you, for the you love. performed well. I spent 
I had a tough weekend yeah, you had a I tough spent Saturday seven quid on his race to watch it. Seven pounds? Yeah, I spent seven quid on his race. And I missed the first race because I was debating spending the seven quid. <laughs> I was like, oh, Ed had bought it. And I said, Ed, send me a login. And he's like, nah. Ed wasn't, Ed wasn't risking being kicked risking off. You know, I tried it on my phone. It booted me off my laptop. So then I thought, no, I'm not So I missed it. Super Bowl, missed race one. And then I was like, fuck it. I'm going to buy it. <laughs> and anyway, got on about five minutes before his second race. And I... Seven quid well spent. I didn't even watch the third race because I thought I'd have my money's worth. Yeah, second race was it was a horrendous. But I'd imagine if you're watching just it for a quick one that for anyone our new mountain bike fans that have now listened to all that drivel, um, Bill raced a race that's seven minutes long. Yeah, six minutes plus a lap. So six minutes plus a lap. He started last, crashed three times, and still won it. So it's quite entertaining. Mm. No way. More yeah. than three. <laughs> more, I think even more than three times. But. In a seven-minute race, just, you still won. Yeah, just f- like even for the Enduro guys, um, it, uh, yeah. Super Enduro is very, ex- it's very exciting. It, it, especially the second race because so you do qualify in top seven, go on the front row for the first race and the last race, but the second race you have to start on the back row. So like the l- slowest qualified set off first. Oh yeah, so it'd be like yeah, Poleman goes. So last. I, I was like as post, so I was last to the grid for the second race. More exciting. Mm. And um, so, like the first, the first lap's just carnage. Second lap, it filters through a little bit. Then by the third lap, the race kind of starts. But obviously, then half the race is over. So it's like a drama for yeah. the last few laps. Um, but I remember like going up the stairs on the second lap. Colton was in the lead, and then it was like me, Johnny, Manny, Taddy, all in the next, all going up the stairs together. And I was thinking, this is going to be a good race to watch. If you, I remember like that was actually going through my head. Well, on the first lap, you actually took it surprisingly easy. Yeah, that's I. I start. I like to start three seconds after everyone else on the the second row start, and I just yeah. But then even the first lap, I counted you like eighth, and then all of a sudden, yeah, fuck bang! I stole it in the rocks and fell off the side of the rocks. Oh, is that why you mm. come around still far back? And I was still one. like last, but yeah. But yeah, second race always falls up the drama, and then I got my finger out, and I rode very good in the last race. Let's wrap this show up. Then. Yeah, we'll go. On that. That's my week. Yeah. Do you have, te- <laughs> do you have teammates in the same race? Yeah. Uh, so I don't know a lot about it. Guys, yeah. I, we mean Colton, who's my teammate. I did, he was in second until the la- second last corner. Well, how much do you support each other? Like oh, they with don't. strategy, uh, like F one. Nah, no, 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 no strategy. As soon as he punted him off, do you the hate train? him. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, this um, you don't like many of them. And uh, no, actually, you've got friends in that. And yeah, you've got actually friends, a very yeah. friendly atmosphere in terms of the. Do you know life. what I will mm. will say, which is which I thought was quite good. You're all on the podium, and you two of you waited for the other person to open a champagne so you could all spray them together. Yeah, synchronized. Nice. It always looked better on the, everyone's doing it together mm. on a po- on a podium, didn't it? When one person blows the first and then mm. two <laughs> one comes late and then one can't even get his poppies lid it's just a sh- shit show in it so yeah no um, but now nah, not not really there's not really too much animosity amongst the paddock even not teammates are kind of friends and let's change the subject now yeah. what's it like in the mountain bike world for animosity I would love to say it's carnage but it's pretty good everyone gets on yeah, because it's right. not a race either everyone starts and finishes on their own you know yeah I've always that's what's fascinating me about racing I can't imagine that you can you can get on with everyone no, you don't get on with everyone. I look at Verstappen and Hamilton right now. They can't. They look like they can't even think for hating each other that much. Tommy no. had that with Jeffrey Erlins. Used to they used to not talk because you're actually against hate. that person there and then. Like Mount, yeah. well, I'm sure downhill racing and mountain biking is like it too. Well, no, even they don't race. Downhill's not a race; it's a time trial. Yeah. No, and when they get to the bottom, they hug each other and high five. Yeah, because they've still mm. led their own race, but. Yeah, you, you guys can't do your own race. The problem the is in ours. The variables out there are everyone else. Is someone to hit someone one time or cut him up, and then he's like, and they get a bit upset about passing. If you put dirty passes on and get known for being a dirty passer, then they they, they, they get the arse. Yeah, I get it. 
More, yeah, but even Enjoy doesn't. I can't think of an intense rivalry in it. For some reason, it just doesn't happen. Yeah, no, you are right. And especially in Super Enduro, we're smashing into each other left, right, and centre. Um, so, Matt, a lot of questions I got. We did do a thing online, but I will do some of them later. Um, but one of the ones that was quite common was sort of how did you get into mountain biking from or becoming pro, really? How did you get into it? Get into the sport or be like become pro? I guess uh, less, well, I guess you've got to get into it to become pro. Yeah. So let's start at the start. Right. Big part of it, I've got a twin brother. You've met him, Jono, yeah. Jono Jones. So Sound one. Yeah, he's all right. <laughs> you couldn't afford him today, but no. he's doing, he runs his own QVC channel. I know you guys plug and sell a lot of stuff, but he's into that too. So, um, so yeah, I, we just discovered jumps in the woods. Um, no, actually, alongside, my parents buying us BMXs and taking us to a BMX race. We yeah. only did that once. Uh, found mountain bike jumps in the woods that people were building at Woburn. You, you guys, you've been to Woburn? Never, been, never. It's pretty cool. Go. It's like an OG UK spot. It's just built by locals. It's rad. And that was luckily a mile from our house, so we were pretty hooked. And then went there weekends. My mum would sit on a tree stump reading a, reading a newspaper and just let us crack on. We'd probably nine or ten. And then as we got older, school holidays come around, you can pedal there. And we just didn't give up. But the funny thing is, neither of us knew it was a sport, really. It's like... Like, it's like enjoying playing in the woods outside your house or with a garden or a tree you might like to climb. It was just something that was there that we enjoyed and then discovered mountain bike movies, magazines, and you realise it's a bit more of a thing. But yeah, it, yeah, it never was like did, did, anything um, more than a hobby. You uh, competed though first. Is that how you became pro really? Like through, yeah, through did, a competition well, side of it? I did, ah, yeah, though. four cross racing, ah, which okay. is like mountain bike equivalent of BMX track racing there's four people hence the four cross oh, we, only, we did it for a couple of years that was that rad doesn't that was really happen anymore does it no. I, mean, I, I went to watch the downhill at Fort William a few times and that was the always was con- yeah, it. it was always sick to watch but there's a four cross track at Chicksands yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. now I think about it I, you don't see any of that anymore really. no, it's, Cause right, it's still there but it's not like, it's not the down, like downhillers and everyone used to do it as well on a night time wouldn't they before yeah. the World Cup yeah. so yeah. they yeah. race on the same no it's like Four people at once down a track. It's jumpy. It's, do you know BMX racing? It's like a mix pitch? between mountain bikes and BMX. No, I actually think that's a bit your, you'd enjoy that. Mm. That's fully carnage. That's where I like got the fascination for the elbows and all the taking people out because it was rife. So it's, the only, <laughs> it's the only taste I've ever had of that. Yeah. yeah. Nah. Then my brother raced downhill. I liked the jumps in the four cross tracks. So I got a dirt jump bike. Woburn was big for dirt jumps and got into that. And then I guess during GCSEs, A levels, got a bit better at it, did some comps, flew to. Austria, Vienna it was called, Vienna Air King, and got into the finals with so the top 10 riders in the world, which was mad. Is this sort of before you were uh, a household name, if you like? Oh, I was like, no, yeah, no one. How old were you at this point? 17, first comp, proper one. Invited or you just entered? Or? No, you could enter, you just turn up, pay like 60 euros. So you paid, got into the final. And it's sl- yeah, slope style, is this? Or dirt yeah. jumps? Well, it is slope style, but it, was a, they weren't, it wasn't like down a mountain, okay. like the slope style courses, you know, it was four jumps in a row with a step down. Um, yeah, I just did pre-qualifying because I wasn't good enough to be in the normal qualifying mm. lot. Got won that, then did qualifying, got tenth, got into finals and came tenth. Well, out of twelve, twelve of us, so I was second last. But there was good, probably hundred riders that got had to go down to that number. And oh, that felt you. good because it was all the people I'd watched on the telly. Yeah, and then my name was called up after one of theirs dropped in. Cool. Did a slightly worse run and got to yeah be amongst it. And then I'm guessing that opened up. Doors, or did that then make you want to go and enter more stuff? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I think I won like 300 euros and I used that to go to the next one in Austria. Oh, maybe. Which was back there again two weeks later. And then deferred my uni place. I was going to go and do mechanical engineering at uni, pushed that back a year, went to as many comps as I could, 
got a few contracts that helped me pay flights. That was a big thing. Remember, it all starts with travel budget. Before you make money from sport, yeah. they like mm. get you there to the to the events. So I made the most of that. Pushed the uni place back another year, and by then I kind of had a set. Oh, Red Bull came on board that year. That changed everything. So two years in, you was Red Bull. Yeah, two years two from years your first of comp. competing from, yeah. comp of competition. Wow, and hand, Red yeah, Bull man. deals are pretty lucrative and like few yeah, and far between that's a pretty pretty big deal yeah but in the main thing was like all this no funny thing is i got sponsored by um red bull at goodwood festival of speed yeah um dougie lampkin gave my helmet actually which oh, nice. pretty cool yeah um you're a big fan of dog aren't you to, uh, Tom, tommy you'll probably need to explain who that is no he's, oh, he's a charles man no, i love him he's the oh, best yeah. Yeah, i know dougie yeah dougie's mint he's the best yeah he's funny and i broke i shattered my wrist the next day and i hadn't like organized a contract or anything I'd just sort of cutting around in the helmet for 24 hours, living the dream. And then I, I didn't tell him. I was so scared. I drove home. I remember doing a hill start on a hill, holding the handbrake up with a shattered wrist. It was like, yeah, it was the worst. There's no other way to pull away. I was almost sick in my mouth. I was pretty much was sick. Went to hospital that night. It was shattered. And then I like really reluctantly called them the next day because they said if I wanted surgery, it'd be a good month wait through the NHS. And Red Bull actually yeah, they can sent help. me straight up to Manchester. I was in theatre like, within 36 hours. And really the best hand surgeon in the world felt like. Yeah. So I think my first year's my first year deal was a new wrist. <laughs> <laughs> that's what yeah, they paid for. Well, that, stuff like that though, like it's just so much easier. Like I know, obviously, like with my elbow last week, I couldn't get to the right person in England, and it just drives you fucking mental. But then when you do find the right person, or you get sent to the right place, where it just happens. Yeah, it's, it's the like, best thing in the world. Oh, it's just so amazing. Like the guy, who, the doctor who ended up doing it in Spain, is like. I've now got my WhatsApp and I like, as soon as I won, sent him a picture and just said, thank you. Like, I'm just licking his ass so bad because yeah. they're just so useful to to have them, uh, especially that, that kind of connection. That just, right. It just happens. It's, it makes your life so much easier. Especially you was probably thinking, that's it. I've just got my chance and I've fucked it straight yeah. away. Yeah, 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 I was so nervous. I thought they could take this off me. Is it, which, yeah, that's it now. Mate, they're, done, they're, they're such a, like, rad brand they wouldn't have done but when you live in that you think yeah, in the why, moment, why you would think they keep spont- like, halfway through the season my biggest year yet they've backed me as being on the up and this, could, this will probably be it for the rest of the year yeah. so I was terrified but yeah I've been on both sides like that felt so good having that support for the injury because mm. I remember like when I was younger I s- snapped my ankle and the I, got, I was well unlucky with the care I got put in a cast with my Ankle like out like a rudder, and even now it's never been. You go into hospital and you say, "How did you do it?" Oh, I crashed my bike. They just okay. Well, Back uh, to the queue. just rest it. Just rest it for six weeks. It probably be all right. Yeah, ice it, elevate it. Yeah, we've all yeah. been there. Yeah, thanks, mate. Yeah, nightmare. Ed's, oh, Ed's probably not actually. No, I've, I don't do anything. Yeah, you shit, haven't man. done many injuries, have you? Nah, he no, goes to the hospital. Don't say that. I've got to go ride tomorrow. He's just just no, goes, <laughs> he goes to the hospital for the, mine, the minutest of injuries. No, I've only I've been to hospital three times. Nah, for yeah, yeah, they always send you back and just go bruising. <laughs> no, collarbone twice. <laughs> no, Fat Cats. The last one at Fat Cats. Oh, I thought that was broken. It wasn't. <laughs> what was it? I'd hurt my shoulder, but I didn't break it. Oh. To be fair, I know about shoulder injuries. They can go on for a long time. And you yeah, think you they're worse than what they start are. With me. So yeah, so now you are. Wait, I'm trying to work that out. So you would have been 19 when you picked up the Red Bull deal. 18, 18, yeah. and that's you've been Red Bull ever since. Yeah, and you are years. now 20, 27. So I'll be going into my ninth year. Yeah, cool. Which is cool. When did you stop competing and start the the journey of YouTube? What, what, well, now what I think what was the transition? Was it what I think with the Red Bull thing we've just said then is. You might as well follow on from that because that's give you a massive opportunity to do some pretty cool. Gave me wings, Edward. Yeah, it did. Yeah, <laughs> it did. Um, no, but you did like a pretty cool 
Red Bull series, didn't you, recently? Yeah, that Design and, and Conquer last and year. And a yeah. first world trick. Your first, is it world, what do you call it, world's first? Yeah, you just missed about six years of his life out there. I know, but what I was, was Red, quite, was Red Bull to Red Bull. Competitions, competitions, like learning new tricks on my own. You feel like a recluse being a competition rider. And then, and then you'd started YouTube with competitions? Yeah, or, a little and then bit. It just there was a year where I did both. Just filmed like the journey along the way. A lot of people even compete wearing GoPros now, which I mm. think is mad. But you guys race with a camera on, don't you? Yeah, I'm all of our... You've got loads of kit on. You don't know about a GoPro. When yeah. You well, the, put there's boots on you're not allowed them on your helmets. It's GoPro's got banned, yeah. Did on, on helmets for not, factory KTM. Not, yeah, yeah, yeah not allowed on my helmets. But we have still had them on chest, which is also... The fact it's not allowed on your helmet, but it's allowed on your chest is a bit... Questionable. Questionable, but I'm not in charge. If it was up to me, I'd be back on a helmet, but I'm not wound. We'll not worry about that. That's, no. That could be another w- bit of waffle for 20 minutes that we don't need. Um, <laughs> yeah, do you like doing, do you like filming and stuff, or do, yeah, you, do you see it as a task? Nah, I'm well into it. No, nah, I don't at all. Like, I've even, obviously, we started vlogging Ed Kendrick. I'd wanted to do it for years and years. Well, to be Matt, Matt is the reason. I Matt pushed, pushed you me into it, but I f- remember like years and like yeah, I used to just sit in school and watch shit. Like, remember Empora when that yeah where, yeah I used yeah. to just sit in school and watch Empora and like um like the the Athens had a web uh, what did it used to be called the Athens Web Project. Webisodes was it a web they series? First, I remember t- saying this about a month ago to a mate. The, the Athertons, yeah. The Atherton Project and um, Brandon you know. Seminock had one also. Life, Life behind, behind bars. bars, yeah. I used to Brandon Seminock's one. I used to just watch on repeat and like. That was I was probably like twelve, thirteen at the time of them, and like since that it had been in my mind since then that like YouTube and just following, I just felt like it would work. It just and then I'd had a few goes at doing it over various times over the years. Like, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do a vlog today. You like laid in bed the night before, but picking yourself up. I'm gonna vlog today. I'm gonna video everything, and then you wake up and go. Someone presses record. You go. No, you don't even get to the point where like. You get your phone or you get your camera or the GoPro and you turn it around and you go, no, I'll not yeah. do it. And then another year goes by and you still haven't done it. And then someone else has started to do it and you're watching another one and like... And you gutted it. I'd remember that. I remember saying, I'm going to start YouTube now. I did two episodes, gave up because they didn't do very well. For some reason, you, you have this perception how many views you might well, yeah, get. Yeah, you think 100,000 first time, no problem. Yeah. And, and then, I don't know. It just, I regret that. It's just, so, it, for me, it was such a difficult jump to actually start to do it and like uh, like I said I'd watched it for so long I like watch like Casey Neistat videos shit like that I've been watching them since I was a kid and like so I've wanted actually wanted to do it and like understood it and kind of yeah I wanted to do it for so long but it, it took Ed just saying you need to do it you need to do it you need to do it and then eventually we got to like the trap build where we're like Ed did them all to start off with, to be honest. Like, one up here? Yeah. Yeah, that's ultimate goal, Ed, building stuff. Ed did them all. Uh, it was literally because of your lockdown videos. Yeah, yeah well, you... We you was like, was well, we need to... That I sort of watched yours and obviously speaking to you and then... Everyone the, the watched comments, them. There was nothing was like, else to do, Ed. There was a bit of a project to do. <laughs> it and, and we I, I was hoping it. some people watched it because they actually well, enjoyed <laughs> it and looked forward to it. Well, no, nothing better to do. <laughs> yeah, that come out very badly. I get it. Did you not buy those trainers last year in lockdown? Was that, was that a mad <laughs> first thing? I, first time I heard of you was coming here. It's funny you said about, about YouTube through me. I honestly like hadn't heard of you and came here to ride pit bikes with Ed and he was... You'd just slotted that giant telegraph pole in the ground. Oh, yeah. yeah. It looked like a 40-foot boner coming out of the earth. Yeah. yeah. And it yeah. intrigued me. And he yeah. said, my mate's going to jump off that so, and I've got a tyre. It's pretty mad. If you don't ride motorbikes, you can't fathom that that's possible. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, so it all kind of come about and you give Ed the push and then Ed was giving us the push and then 
I'm very pleased that yeah, you so have. our viewers should thank Matt really because that's the reason Tommy vlogs and Billy vlogs all because of you Matt yeah yeah, yeah I was even my more reluctant to start yeah this is why he's come we haven't had to pay him to come on this podcast now no. we're just going to look gonna his, gonna look his ass for an hour yeah we're going to plug Matt as well because Matt is potentially going to do your own podcast aren't you I'd like to yeah there we go yeah have you been on many podcasts no actually probably second one ever oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember it's the most kit too most kit yeah look, you've got a lot of kit to make this happen haven't you <sighs> yeah three cameras a load of stuff massive lack just, of we just lack chairs. on chairs yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah chairs is not too good yeah. many chair sponsors it just all, this, all episodes. <laughs> feels like I'm sat on a trestle does it you like with absolutely nothing for the back mm. it's hard to know what the best solution for the chair would my be my chair is absolutely great but I've, uh, no one can try it otherwise you'll all moan I've given you a good chair. Yeah, mine is just the back's not quite enough. There's something there, you could crack it over. Yeah, my chair's better than yours. Where, uh, the problem is if we had comfortable chairs that take up far too much space in here as well, yeah. like for the storage yeah. for the rest of the time. Um, we'll have to get a studio. Well, we're going to have a studio, but you've made it your office. Yeah, you've made it your office. They need one of them, they're essential. <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> what about swings? <laughs> swings? You hung them from the ceiling, put swing chairs, and then you could put them back up on the ceiling when you're done they take up no space so everyone would just be hanging from ropes I <laughs> don't know extravagant yeah I was going to say that's took some fathom, fathoming and yeah. yeah hang them from there look. good st- good storage solution we'll, we'll figure something out when you tune back in in the new year and we'll set on swings and they fall off then you'll know why um, wonderful um, I forgot where we were yeah, we Matt's, sort of went yeah we got when, when Matt said he started YouTube yeah competing doing them both and then YouTube took over you got bored of competing or you'd seen the light or how did the, the change over because yeah, you're now? quite young to stop competing yeah I, I, I was never a massive fan of comps the pressure was hard I did you like, used to get the buttery fly stomachs because oh, that's what I struggle with bad if I yeah sometimes I liked it oh, when, no. when you felt like you had you could put a good run together it was like you could use it to your advantage. It's quite a good feeling. Yeah, no, there is you could definitely time. turn your fear off with yeah. it. adrenaline. It's quite Ooh. cool. You can shut everything off. Okay. That scares the shit out of me. Yeah. Tell, you, go, you put the camera on Ed and that's enough for him to crumble. <laughs> yeah, he can't yeah. live any pressure. He could do everything 10 times in a row and you go, go on, Ed. And then he just goes, <laughs> and, just go, and that's it. You just can't do it. No, I'm not very good under pressure. Even if we do lap times around the minibike chat. Just it just drops here. three seconds as soon as... It's the, just the same no, as crash. I'll just crash. Put the lap... Put the camera, put the timer on him, crash. <laughs> Bless him. Some people can take the pressure, some come. No, I'm not. I'm not very good in the kitchen, as they say. Do they? Maybe, I don't know. I've never heard that. Say that. I've never heard that. <laughs> I do also feel under immense pressure in the kitchen, though, so. Do really? I don't. Yeah, because you don't go in it. No, I do. <laughs> yeah, so you stopped competing quite young. But, um, I, I, I think that, well, from an outside point looking in, is there much money in mountain bike competitions? Yeah, the prize money, yeah. Is there? Ram- Red Bull Rampage is $70,000. Wow. Yeah, for first, and then it's seconds like Oh, 10, we're definitely going to clip 15. that bit and put that as a one-minute clip because that would be a lovely thumbnail in yeah, a bit. that'd be a good Instagram. Yeah. Crankworks Wiss is 25000 Canadian dollars. I've never won either of them, by the way. Most <laughs> I won was eight. I won $8,000 in America at um, Colorado Freeride Festival, which used to be a Crankworks. Um that was cool. All in cash too. The one, when it's cash, it's cool. When you fly home with it in your wallet, yeah, it's yeah, nice. It's cool. Any it's sort of cash is good. The first one I won all right money. That was twenty six tricks in Lear Gang in two thousand and twelve, I think. Day, year before I got sponsored by Red Bull, I think it was that year. 
And uh, that was 2,000 euros, massive, great, big plasterboard check. It was the coolest thing ever. And I remember thinking, I'm going to have this wad of cash in my pocket because um, two grand must be <laughs> well, is it in 100 500 notes. notes 500, 500 notes. notes. <laughs> they gave me four notes. And I was like, really gutted about it. And I remember going to the bar because there's yeah, that unwritten rule. We have to spend 10% of your prize money at the bar on everyone. So I was like, oh, I'll buy a 200 euro round. And they didn't accept it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember I won uh, my first ever. Uh, like international race was Alice Trem in, Fran- in France and I got a massive check for I think it was 150 euros and it was like the same size check as Johnny I think won 10 grand or 8 grand yeah huge the che- check the checks were the same size and I've still got the check now yeah, me it, says, too. it says 150 euros on it and I'm, it just still makes you smile every time I I've see it I've got a check with 80 pounds written on it and it's massive <laughs> <laughs> it's cool though isn't it yeah I love looking at it I just think wow that was and then that was more money than I had in the bank when I won that too yeah, grand. so I had well, four notes that was worth my, more than my net worth and you was on the piss by the sounds of it. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> so yeah. you're worried you're going to pour out yeah, your pocket. Lose a lot. Uh, brilliant times. Uh, great memories. When you um, when you was competing then, so you do all of that, then you said you started picking up YouTube. When did you sort of find the switch was coming uh, between it's time to, I don't, I don't know whether you can say retire. Is it? Do you, would you call it a retirement from... No, I still want to go back to comps, definitely. Oh, right. Yeah, oh, that I'm was actually going to be one of my questions. Yeah, I've got massive itch for it again. Have you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I def- I don't think I'll do like the full... What it, what it was, was I had a string of bad luck with punctures and crashing in comps, but it was where it was going home and having to focus like good 10 weeks between those events on the next one. Training on my own, you, like I said earlier, you become a recluse. You don't post anything really. You're working on tricks you don't want anyone to know about. Yeah, that's you a bit different to, to our world, isn't it? The like mm. the secretive side of it, yeah. like what you're going to yeah. bring to the next. And one then you suppose. fly there, get blown by the wind on the first jump, blow your tire out, and it was you kind of then feel like those ten weeks were wasted. Yeah. Was then a year went by, and I spent those ten <coughs> weeks at my compound disclosing what I was doing, doing all my tricks, filming it, making videos, and then win, lose, or draw the event. I could have had the same result but I gained so much in those 10 weeks by filming it. Yeah. And you could do both, but you can't spread yourself too thin if you want to. I, I feel like I have. I've done so many things and like tried to diversify as much as I can. Like, I guess being a bit career-minded, probably. But, yeah, the guys who kind of only do three comps a year now, I, I, don't, I don't miss just being yeah, invisible just and risk it, like having so much pressure on that day. Yeah, and doing something in a comp that's... You've, don't miss you're, that. Yeah, you're such a let. You're trying to do something so big. Yeah, it's hard. And you might obviously. not even get to the jump. Like, let's say you're saving your banger that you've been working on for the last jump. You might not even get there. And then, how long do you keep it in your back pocket for? That's heartbreaking when someone, someone else, else does it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I could do it six months ago. I didn't get my chance. Bobs yeah. it out. Mm. Yeah, it's funny that tri- freestyle sports. Is oh, that- I suppose is it ever like where you've worked on it for so long, um, like, what, like say ten weeks or whatever, and like the week before the comp, some kid on Instagram just bobs out the same trick, and you're yeah. just like, oh, well, that's ten minutes, ten ten weeks down the down the shitter for yeah. some kid who's not in the comp, never done a comp in his life, but he's busy going viral yeah. for the trick that you've just spent two months on. That project I did last year, Red Bull Design and Conquer. One of the tricks I did in it was that running gainer where I hold the seat in the bars, like not not on the bike, ran off a drop and did a running backflip, mm. got on. The like six months working up to that and filming it and I'd already shot it I'd landed it I remember going to a dirt jump spot and these guys saying oh have you seen that French kid uh, the, Paul, Paul Saar, the common saw guy yeah they yeah. said he's seen his new video oh, you've seen okay. who was it the, the video wasn't out someone said someone who worked at Monster said oh we've uh, heard that Paul Cordoak's on this new tricks and I was like right, what is it he's like oh he like sort of runs off a drop with his bike and I was like you fucking what I what does bet, he do oh, how, how did it look have you seen it like describe it what was it like and I was thinking he's done it and he's, when's his video coming I can't out? even imagine he's the doing, feeling he did a similar thing but forwards right yeah, yeah forwards. but I remember thinking oh that would suck 
If he's done, yeah, filmed a whole series about it. No one having done it and had to work out all the steps. But if, if it, that, yeah, he's rad. So if, yeah, he does. I remember speaking to you during that, and I think it was pretty well documented. That sort of dragged on for a lot longer than it needed to, didn't it? Yeah. And it was hellish. like months and months, and you filmed it all over the place, and so yeah, you must have had to wait. Yeah. Like, and then I land that backflip to frontflip on those posts. I land. I started that and started shooting it in August. Landed it midway through November last year. And they didn't bring out the video till middle of January. And I knew no one was going to do that because it took me... Yeah, but I'm probably the most qualified to do that because I'd already done the flip bit a year, a few yeah. years before. Mm. But it took me... We filmed nearly 500 attempts of that. Wow. And you landed it once? Yeah. I will never do that again. No way. Why? Because it's just too hard. Well, it'll take another 500 goes. Oh, it's that... It's that... Like, yeah, I didn't once get you better it at it. I just... The odds are so slim. The flip... The, getting the back flip bit right is like every 50 goes. Yeah, I oh, happened to watch that last week, the whole... It's like a 30 minute. Yeah. I watched it. Yeah, all. There's, yeah. There's well, I might try it again, but I'll have to give it six months. I think that you'd probably land two a year if you'd made it your full time job. Was, <laughs> was you pretty black and blue after that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, like yeah I was watching. Bruised things. to shit. Yeah, oh. sore. Good feeling, though. Yeah, no, no doubt. Uh, when Best the, feeling ever, actually. I'll remember. Has that anyone done it? Has anyone done it that you know of or even attempted to do it? It's a lot of no. setup, though, isn't it? No. To have the two posts yeah, and shit like I mean, yeah, that. Yeah, like, yeah, anyone could You'd have to go out and say, like, it, 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 it's, yeah, it's a bit of a like project to just say I'm going to do this yeah, it's, this it's a circus thing. trick isn't it it's mm. not like a free normal jump where you try it you'll never find it in the woods you'll never find it in the woods no but you wouldn't get you'd got to build it yeah, yeah. yeah. that's where the sport's gone to now if you want to come up with a cool trick you're never going to do it on a conventional jump it's, yeah. you've got to it. it's pretty that's similar in motocross because like, they started making these wacky lips yeah, that quarter, push you yeah, into a front flip yeah yeah that's true quarter pipe now is just the most Biggest ridiculous yeah. idea ever. Whoever come up with that, yeah, it's like freestyle mental. Yeah, well, now they're flaring it, though, aren't they? As well, yeah, they've gone down a different route too. You're right. Colton was at, Colton was actually saying um, we were talking about the quarter pipe because Kai Hussey was there, and um, he was just asking him if he did, oh, like if he ever wanted to hit it, and he's just said, nope, no way. And Colton was saying um, at the quarter pipe where Tyler Bowman's been practicing, there is at some ranch where they all used to ride and stuff, and him and him and Taylor Robert used to use um, like their landing for the quarter pipe is like an oververt and they used to just drop off it like ride off it sideways and think it was cool like back in the day like that was a, that was the thing to just drop off it and it's the landing off the quarter pipe where they've just been yeah. 60 foot in the air and no, like nice. that's that's like Colton yeah. and Taylor Robert and like everyone knows how skillful yeah, they, them two are riding a bike and that was the thing they used to just drop off the edge and ride down it fuck that and now they're landing from fucking 60 foot in the air however high they go mm. down it that's mad isn't mad. it mad Kai, Kai does yeah um, his stoppy he jumps and then he's got like a forklift what's that thing scissor lift scissor lift and then he knocks the front wheel on the scissor lift so he jumps into a front flip yeah onto yeah. the front wheel and then you probably people do it in mountain bike as well or not not like that we don't run front brakes but it's you're saying he'll grab a handful of front brake and yeah. stop it on a scissor lift and it'll turn it's like into a front just no, normal he just size knocks it yeah normal so size like there and then freestyle, oh, really? freestyle jump and then brop and spins he don't like Endo off. He just it's like a bonk almost. Bonked. Just keep bonking that yeah. mic. It's nice. That it sounds good <laughs> in the headphones. Yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, folks. I'm trying to explain something. Uh, Why don't you draw it out? You've got a notepad in front of you. Let's see. He sat down. Yeah, I was going to say his, his merch logo. I don't want to tell people. He that. said that really, logo. really. He good. said before we started, throw me a. There's Billy's. That was, we did that. And one as you can, can see, turn around, Bill. To life, look. 
Oh, it exists. Yeah. Oh, it's still not good for the camera. It's gone the wrong way. I know mine's here. Spectacular. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Look, Bill's Talk m- everyone through your new logo. Bill's merch. He's it twice. It's twice. This will be available when this comes out. Probably. Hold up, Bill. So this might be available buy it, soon. It's on the Kex website. <laughs> and then there's the 100 upside down, sort of back to front, and then that's the zeros, you see. Trying to make it look like a bike. Looks like like Alfie's drawn it. Yeah, Yeah. that's not the best. But there's Billy's drawings that have come to life. So this is sort of where it all happens. Prove that something can become of it. That's it. It's just big. Where's it gone? The milk float you drew? Oh no, I showed him. (laughs) 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 He's flipped the one too. So it's not even a normal one. No, flipped it. I don't think that's got legs. I'm not going to lie. I I like the fact that you've had a creative spell and you want to do something though. That's an improvement. No, what it's he's hard, done is it? he's seen you unload some dough into some, some outfits. and I want some T-shirts. Yeah, but I want, I want good I want ones, that. like Billy's, but I just don't can't think of them. His has got an E, because his name's Bolt, and he's, the, he's Bolt. It's just an easy, easy design. <laughs> easy. Mine's Searle. What can you do with that? A squirrel? Squirrel. 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 Tommy Squirrel. Timmy Soil, I reckon you should be called. Uh, no, it's all been thrown about. Mong. One hundred's a cool number, though. Yeah, you can we do a lot always have that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, do something like copy well, Josh. Josh copy one of Josh Hansen's logos. Well, his, his are quite just good. Just one hundred. Yeah, I've already done that <laughs> ten years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Mountain bikers don't. Do they stick with numbers? Right, if you get a race number. Race, yeah. Well, no. No, not even the downhillers. Are no, because it's um, your UCI ranking. Yeah. Oh, right. So it changes. You race year. with where you are ranked. Can't even think. I might be wrong, but that's how I remember. No, I can't it. even think of one that's kind of branded around a number. Yeah. Or just you. Yeah. How does it work in motocross? They run a red plate. Yeah, the championship leader or previous. That's a cool thing. Winner. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, I was a bit pissed off. My bike didn't have a red plate this weekend. You have one next. Next time, one mate. it will have, but you I think it should have it. already had it from winning the last championship. I think that's normally how they start in Supercross, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think it should have had a red plate because they always have a one. The one bike you, has you a didn't red plate. Run, you didn't run number one, nah, did you? Not about the number one. I'm fifty-seven. If, well, you've won three world titles and you never run it. Would you never run the one? No, I prefer fifty-seven. Especially now you've got merch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Printing more t-shirts. <laughs> Maybe yeah. a one-off one when you win, like the Kex. To be fair, the, that last on the last run of merch, the championship t-shirt, I actually did really, I really like that, the, just the whole concept of it and the missing round one. and That was good. Cross outlined on the back of them like a... Good, good idea from me, that, wasn't it? That was my idea. Fuck it off. Was Fucking it? was. The rounds on the back with the cross out. Yeah. All right, mate. My idea. All right. Yeah, uh, I'm not having you. Uh, you're not having that. That was my idea. Whose idea was the forgotten round? That was your. Uh, I'm on about the t-shirt. I said shop BB fifty seven. Spray it on the pipes. Then you can have some merch. I'll give you, you the t-shirt the, the, design. The, the I'm the on t-shirt. about the t-shirt right, design. Okay. okay right. I admit you were the rest. Huh? Yeah. Cool. Um, <laughs> come on, guys. Come I'm on. gonna. Uh, I'm gonna pull on the. Uh, on the Instagram page, two pro one slow now because uh, we did some questions. There's actually loads um, of questions. So, I'm not supposed to do a giveaway in this one. We are doing a factory image racing giveaway right at the end. All right, making them wait mm. for the mountain bikers. Though, I'm not really sure that they're going to want a uh, gazebo or. Well, I'm sure there's going to be a gazebo. S- actually, I'm sure there's still going to be some motorbike listeners. As like, yeah, our, lo- our locals will be here. the locals. Big well, I reckon we'll do a gazebo because that could come in handy for both sports. Oh yeah. Or a pit mat. Nah. What would you prefer gazebo. as a mountain biker? A pit mat or a gazebo? I'd take the gazebo all day. Right, well, gazebo. Up, and then they can put it up at your trails and keep yourself dry because you're like digging holes and stuff. That's another thing that you're all mad for, isn't it? Shovels. Matt, Matt likes a shovel. A He's never heard job. of a digger. Big job in the sh- on, on a digger, innit? 
Mm. At the superintendent chat the other week, it was wet one day and we made one rut and fuck me, I was done in after it. <laughs> the shovel. We, we, it was just like swamped, so I thought, oh, and it's quite a hard ground anyway. I thought, we might as well make the most of this being wet to actually make a rut to go around this corner. So I got a pickaxe, picked and like basically rotivated just one corner of the track and I was, I f- uh, fuck, fuck me, anyone that does this all day, every day once they're mm, looking at. It's funny. Like right. you see the dig crew from Diffie or whatever and you just see, the, all they do is dig all, all yeah. day, every day. I just think, wow. No, I think it's quite... That's admirable, um, the fact I think it's nice digging. I get it. You've like, never done it in your life. No, I could do it. You've no, not even joking. No, he's no. such a, like, a philosopher, isn't no, he? No, I swear. He's pondering about something when he can't even kid, understand. You've never once no, done that. When I was a kid, we had a bit of land. You had a, you've had a digger. Yeah, a bucket, a spade and a beat. No. You've already told me you've had a digger and you just have to yeah. suck Simon, and spit the yeah. air. So, yeah. But when I was... I used to have a... Sh- I had a shovel as well. And I, when I was a kid, me and my brother, we used to just build BMX jumps all day in our garden. Big jumps. I was actually pretty good. Nifty on a BMX back in the day. If I wasn't a motocrosser, I probably would have been pro BMX. (laughs) (laughs) Not even joking, because that's all I did as a kid, all summer. But then, obviously, motorbikes took over, and then we rode more motorbikes. But I was quite good on BMX. Yeah, but now when you get back on on any form of motorcycle or bicycle, other than enduro or motocross, like fish out of water. Yeah, no, well, it's just like anything. I don't do it now. Why don't you get a Matt's bike behind us and give that a spin? No, I was actually. People no don't know jokes. that you guys were at Duffy Bike Park same day as us, though. Yeah, two weeks ago, that was cool. You, um, it's it was not that good. bad. You, you, you both trans- go well. You transformed Tom. Well, your brother transformed Tommy's day because I kept taking him down all the bad stuff, and then no, not the bad stuff. Jono took him. You were down. going to the top top of the hill with a mountain, which is in a cloud every oh, time. Oh, shit! You can start well, from well, halfway, not a shit but the place wasn't a shit hole, but the weather was bad. It's terrible. <laughs> it was, it was like a rubbish. different world when you got up the top. At the bottom, it was sort of like little vibe, bit of music, like some hot chocolate. He really enjoyed. The, the mountain, it was enjoyed like, the fire. Oh, Love the calf and the, the fire. Really fire nice fire, right. yeah. That day, it was important to have that calf and fire there. Without that, terrible day. Yeah, it? Matt was actually stood with On his it. ass at the fire, about two inches away, ready. To, smoking, actually, you were, weren't you? Steaming up. Yeah, but, but that. Um, you guys can warm your hands up on the exhaust. I know that's so normal to you, but whenever I ride pit bikes um, in the winter, it's the biggest thing ever. It's nice. No, it's oh, carrying, ar- carrying around a heater all day. Mm. I Sometimes you do it in the gloves mouth. I actually had that conversation at, when we went when to we Rev. Went, yeah, yeah, were you there? It's I was, a big thing. I had that conversation with someone. Like I was, you were reaching back. Yeah, for I honestly hot. was. <laughs> Ended up tugging off the guy next to you. <laughs> 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 Got raced around. Right, I'm going to ask some of these questions off the the Instagram. The first one, which I think you've pretty much already answered, uh, Matt, is: Are you a YouTuber, a sick on a mountain bike, or a professional mountain bike guy who's pretty big on the tube? And I think the answer is you're pretty sick on a mountain bike and just picked up a camera. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. This, well, yeah. this leads into the next question. How did you meet Ben? And for those that don't know who Ben is, who is Ben to you? Ben is loads of things to me. He's my best mate. Um, filmer. He films all my YouTube stuff, edits my videos. We do all that together. He's getting, he's, he's actually a really good BMXer, as you've yeah, he's very claimed, good. Thomas. <laughs> yeah, um, no, I've I'll ask Ben, ben if he uh, remembers Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You. No, he wouldn't. He wouldn't. I didn't compete. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I was more like in my garden just busting big stuff. Just, just yeah. Instagram on the bout so I went viral. Just all for the good <laughs> vibes. You were, all, yeah. you were just for the good vibes. You weren't in for the Love seriousness. The buzz, yeah. yeah, I was just purely for buzz. He's French. He's in France right now. It's one of the reasons I'm here because I haven't got him to film. <laughs> um, yeah, and we're, yeah, he's my business partner with Hellfare. So... I met him because when I started YouTube, I had a friend called Scott who filmed some of the videos. It's a bit in. of a weak plug. Do you want to go first? We do s- firm plugs for oh, well, No, I've got, oh, what, I've got some help. I've got yeah. some hell fair. I reckon Ed will line oh, something okay. up. I'll oh, line okay. that. And then okay. Ignore me. It will do a full 180. We'll come back to Kex. Ignore <laughs> me. I'll just drop back out of it. I was just making sure you knew the score here. Like, we'd, we'd fucking kick, give it to them. Like, they, they, they leave inspired. It's ready purchase. to go. Yeah. While we anyway. sit here really warm with our DC air conditioning. Apologies. I'll slip back out there. Yeah, no, he was. Scott's mate, my first filmer, it was Scott's mate. Scott was really into his cars, as is Ben, but wanted to go and shoot cars and videos and photos. And Ben was there one day and I said, do you mind holding this camera? And yeah, we got on and carried on. Cool. Yeah, luck, really. So now he's, he's one half of Hellfare? Yeah. And he is everything, really, with your, you on YouTube, aren't you? Three, yeah. You're up to three videos yeah, a week Yeah, he was again. like just the silent guy behind the camera who laughed and now we swap loads and he rides he's getting better yeah, so yeah this month we've done three videos a week which I haven't missed but it's good that's impressive um, fancy a bit of that Tommy? well yeah I could ride three times but my <laughs> mate on the camera it, all the load would be on him if you put as much effort into filming as your logo uh, you'd probably do alright <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, I've been thinking that logo for like three weeks now there it's we, been on my it mind is. and I've just put it to he explained it to me over the phone twice <laughs> <laughs> terrible. Yeah. No, mate. If you t- put the one on its side, put the one on its oh, side. You do zero zeros as like wheels. Think bars. about it, mate. It's yeah. a bike. That's exactly what he told me. Use the zeros. As Come wheels. on, think about it. Oh fucking hell! No, I generally have had that. Con- They'll <laughs> love it. You could put it on a pocket square. You can imagine what you can do with it, mate. Exactly the conversation we had. It is. Fucking hell. Um, this is more it's of got a life. That is. Not really a question, but this is sort of a... Now I just need to put it on a T-shirt. Yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah, right across the back. Do massive. it like, no, as, no, as, as a Sharpie, like, exactly yeah, that. Scan that Take in. a picture of that and then turn it into a vector just and then put it on it. a fucking T-shirt. And call it 100% shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to scan that. Short sleeve version. <laughs> um, go on, Ed. This is a, a more of a... I'm, well, I don't know if it's a question or not, but we should get Tommy and Billy down to Woburn for a mini bike episode special. But better than that, I'll invite us all. Can we come to your compound instead? Yeah, compound great, would be great, better. Great idea. You're definitely good enough to drop in, and if you can do that, you should both flip. No, I've seen a drop in. That's massive. No way. Ed did it with Ed flat tires, man. It was yeah. 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 fucking brilliant attempt. He swan dived off the bike. You were so lucky to make it to the end. Thankfully, he swan dived. That's the just best thing the I've ever seen at my compound. He just made it. I just made the bag. Got his trick bike out of his trick van and dropped him with two PSI in the tyres <laughs> so it was on the rims yeah but we didn't work that out until you had a go and then you didn't even make the ramp you went what on earth yeah you I, mean, I actually stopped didn't I yeah 
Yeah, it's funny. But now I've got a jump These bike boys somewhere. will do it. So Ed's tried. No, no. You'll both be probably off. I will, I will, do a flip, Bill. I will put solid money on it that Tommy won't drop in. Really? Yeah. yeah what about if Bill does and does a flip? No, it wouldn't make a difference. No, it doesn't make a difference. But you were pretty good on the BMX I back in the day. <laughs> he doesn't, uh, get, he doesn't get hyped up for shit like that. You can't hyped. make him excited. What about on a BMX? The only th- if you get mm. no, I'm just so bad now. Think of the positive comments you're going to receive. Though. First that's of all, that's your only chance of got him doing something. More chance of dropping in on a motorbike. Really? No, what? no, no. Not How are you going to get a motorbike? I just there? go. I jump the jump on a motorbike, yeah. but not from the. Ra- obviously, Seat I wouldn't bounce. need the speed. I just come in. Yes. What, what bike? When I was doing I on see a pit Ricardo bike, Ricardo do it on a pit bike. Yeah. But Ed did it on um. What they call TTR? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, but. He, I don't know if he'd pivot on the ramp. No, I don't think he would. Because you, you have to go like ride back up, up the ramp. You have to go back oh, up the ramp. I could do that. Do a foot plant mm. 180. What, Ricardo done that? No, we built him a little side shoot down the side. Oh, just do his run. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. He did a no foot can. I see. Pretty cool. I watched the video. And then went good. straight what? to an F1 race. He did no foot can. He got back to the foot pegs. Yeah, back on the pegs. And then Fuck, that's back in a Renault a week later. That's fucking sick. Yeah. A lot, lot, lot of respect for that. Mm. Good. He nah, does like I would, uh, bike, I would definitely like a deer, a deer down there having a rip. Yeah, on all forms I mean, of I could do it bicycle. Week if you want. Bike. Bill's, yeah. Bill's got to go and see a surgeon. I've got to go and see the uh, elbow surgeon again next week. Why? But I went to see an. Um, well, what happened was I was in Spain, <laughs> <laughs> and then I hit this door and cut my arm, and then I couldn't get away. Right, we've, we've not cut. <laughs> Um, but yeah, yeah no. so hard you got food poisoning. Basically, the, um, I'm actually going to post the GoPro clip of us hitting the door tonight. Which I've re- Can you uh, write a caption. I thought I'd refrain perfectly. Nah, the one we just heard. Um, so <laughs> I'd refrain from doing it. I thought I'll wait until after the the race at the weekend. Hopefully, it still goes well, and then I can post this video. Thankfully, it's all worked out, and and the world can see the collision with the door frame tonight. Anyway, back to you go, wow, you still won. How many frames, spokes, rims, etc. Do you go through in a year? No frames, no spokes. You kind of snap the odd spoke rims. I don't break much stuff. Um, I know you probably think I'm saying that because of sponsors and no, stuff. You land on an airbag night. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I ride a lot of whippy yeah. cushions. No, I don't know. The wheels you can true, you can straighten if they start to go, so you can bring them back to life. But I am lucky. I think pros, we never ride a bike for more than a year, do we? And no, like, normally you've got a car away. a lot, so maybe it averages out. But yeah, I'm lucky I get a new bike every year. In each category, dirt, jump, enduro. So but you actually about. keep them that long, like a year? Yeah. Unless a new colour comes out. You fly, we fly for them. Yeah. We go through probably 10. Are you a bike? 10 what? Bikes. A year. Expect so. It's different. Downhill downhill bikes. Downhill riders will start on a brand new pair of tyres, new chain. Like they ride, it's so different. Yeah, they use wheels a lot though. New everything every time out, you mean, or every race. It's like you guys are in a performance, time driven sport. Peter was telling me. You've got more than 10 bikes this year. Nah. Maybe you don't ride 10 frames in a year. Maybe spread over, Six, I reckon, over I 300, 450 and a 350. I would still struggle to... I, I don't do 10 bikes. At Dixon, we've done more than 10. We'd 10 do, frames? Nah. I'm yeah, not. we'd do... Um, sometimes it was like... Uh, no, I think what? it was three... So three two practice bikes and two race bikes. Three races on a, on a frame, and then it'd be a new bike. Because the way he'd done it, he thought new bikes, we had plenty of them, was cheaper than doing parts. So he just... Rode a bike, sold it instead of replacing parts. I hate new bikes. Honestly, though, like a new bike. Yeah, did you say you hate new bikes? Yeah, yeah. I, I, it's the worst. It's like a new pair of trainers. On an extreme bike, it's not so bad. 
Um, but on like a super enduro bike, you really, really notice a new bike and it just bounces off everything so stiff. I just flatland jumps for all morning yeah. every time I get a new bike. My bike feels the best the day before it's yeah. absolutely done. At the, and can't um, be ridden again. Like grips the same. When they're so worn down, the metal's coming through, that's when they feel their best. <laughs> Do you, know, do you agree with any of that? I quite like new grips. I, do quite I think like a it worn might be a bit of a dirt jump BMX thing. The problem like is with motocross is then when you get... I like to try and keep everything as new because sometimes what we have is we practice on an old bike yeah. and we jump Everyone on a new bike Everyone prefers the practice bike. Because the team don't want to uh, let your race bike get too old. Mm. So you, everything has to try and stay as new as possible. You, you have that difference. Yeah, once you, like, you cry when you yeah, get Yeah, and race. a lot of the best dirt jump riders, slopestyle riders, apart from a couple, their bikes aren't that... like. Fresh and it tuned up, and you, you know, heard the old saying: "The cobbler always wears the worst shoes." Mm. It's like that when it's your job, you kind of like I don't know, you sort of give up on your tool. But yeah, do they have I a practice bike and a race bike? Hey, do you in say downhill mountain biking? Would they have a practice bike and a race bike? It's a good question. Uh, no, I think they'll spend the race day, the race weekend on their race bike, but they won't take that home and ride it every day. Yes, they get that's a race bike then. Yeah. Mm. They must have to day before it. Well, cut the day. I think they go bit, through some. Kit. I think there's a vast mm. contrast amongst riders, though. I think some of them stress out to the point where they feel like there's too many layers of carbon on a certain part of the frame, and some yeah. of them don't give a fuck. It'd be cracked, and they just say, "Fuck it, be right." But yeah, they go for a lot. I think um, wheels, especially like sometimes every run, brand new wheel mm. in some tracks. I definitely used to be back Bill, Bill's a big mountain bike yeah, I'm a big usually. mountain bike guy Bill thinks yeah. that when he retires he's going to take up a career in downhill mountain yeah, biking definitely and I spoke Steve he's got a lot of confidence he actually me I sort of tried taking the piss out of Bill with Steve <laughs> and um, I was like he thinks he's a mountain biker doesn't he and expected him to say like yeah yeah he's not going to do that and he was like well, yeah he's pretty good <laughs> and I was like hey, he's yeah, got yeah, some he's bottle good. he's definitely got some bottle yeah, no, no, I enjoy good it good things to say about you um, Matt, I this, just wish I had more time to do it. This is—I think this would be quite a, uh, a good question for you. I'm not really sure the answer myself. What's your proudest moment as a mountain biker? <laughs> oh, oh, I reckon oh, I top, I'll narrow trick. it down. Yeah, yeah, landing that trick. Yeah, I was going to say. Sponsored by Red Bull, and you're winning that comp in America. But it's probably landing that weird one. It's probably landing that trick. I, I've never thought I'd work so hard at anything. The front and the back. Yeah, that one. Back to front. Back to front. Back to front. That flip stop. Yeah, flip to front flip. Was that more rewarding than just the back? Oh yeah, yeah. I couldn't. But yeah, yeah. Well, the back flip one. I wasn't as high off the ground. I, yeah, I can't describe it. It was so so weird that trick. I, if everything had to be millimetre perfect, and it never was. So imagine a trick that back flipped onto the log. I did four five years ago. And even when I did it, I thought about the front flip. So it's been in my head for years. That took nine hours of solid goes to do it once. So then that doesn't get easier. So then I, re- I realise it's going to be a few hundred backflips before I'm even in the position to then go for the front flip. So it doesn't come around very often. There was like three days. We'd, book, we'd go back down to Devon to film more. Uh, Red Bull would send the film crew. Everyone would come. We'd prep the feature, whatever the weather, you know. And then I wouldn't even try one front flip in three days and it yeah. probably cost like 20 grand to book all the hotel you know I felt I such a ima- let down so I can fresh. imagine there would have been a time as well where you got it perfect but you then you didn't go for didn't it didn't go for it and now, you know everyone's looking at you thinking well, that's that done for the day what a fucking yeah. one go. <laughs> let that one go yeah I remember that it stuck in my own head for hours I listened to the same song for the whole thing for week, like oh really all day yeah, yeah have headphones in it's while like, you're doing yeah, it like a heavy time. metal song yeah just listen to it it's three minutes long in Vey by the Bronx you, quite, you've quite done heavy. the trick with headphones in with little earphones in yeah because I didn't want to talk to anyone because it was all stressing me out 
remember press, I'd press play at like nine in the morning and the same song would play for hours what? still listen to it now or not no I can't bear it <laughs> <laughs> it's quite heavy yeah I was, I was into that stuff then um, that leads on quite nicely to the worst ever mountain bike experience um, I don't know any injuries many injuries yeah injuries is a big, I was trying to think of something a bit more some of those moments where I'd like be on a perfect run in fact my worst mountain bike experience was crashing on the last jump at Crankworks Leger so I for the first time ever I was felt really confident and in a good spot at Crankworks I've always wanted a Crankworks podium that's the biggest slopestyle series of the year and did like the best run I could ever do I landed everything perfect felt like I went higher than everyone had better extension it was like the dream run and then I double flipped the last jump double backflip and I've never in my whole career done double flips in practice I'll always save it for the run I think if you can if you're going to land it, you may as well land it in your run. Why would you do a trick in practice that if you crash, you break your back? So I've always saved it for the run. Lovely. And I do. You think there's that much risk to a double backflip? Yeah, they're bad. That's gnarly. Yeah. There's been some bad injuries from them. And I, why, would, why would you do more than you have to? Yeah, I know. So what I do when I'm going to double flip a jump, motto. I'll flip it 10, 20 times and count one, two in the air out loud. But you can like you'll hear me do it, and I'm timing the count so that I land on two. And if I landed a bit after, I'll go again, count it, and I'll do that like that morning before the comp I'll say it so I know how to, hard to pull and I usually always get perfect um, <laughs> and I, I, uh, there was, I remember there was a headwind all day in practice and that headwind sort of died going into finals and I went too far overshot by about six foot and held this manual down the landing oh I've seen this video it, actually yeah. and it looped out and that cost me like I ended up probably last place because it's a crash isn't it but I remember thinking that my whole life would have changed if I touched the brake for a hundredth of a second I'd have land, wouldn't have gone so deep I've always thought like those tiny, tiny decisions and it ruined me for two years then. I lost my points from Crankworks, couldn't get back in. Oh, managed, no, no. Yeah, managed to get back into Crankworks and then uh, had a year of like blowing out my rear tyre so I lost it again. Yeah. Oh, fuck, so that would have made so much difference. So there's probably a fork in the road where if I touched my, right, my rear brake for a hundredth of a second I'd be maybe sat in a different seat, more, more lumbar support, I might have brought my own chair. <laughs> or I'd be still doing comps and not really loving it and wouldn't have picked up a camera and told yeah. my story for YouTube. So every cloud, who knows? Yeah, who knows? Yeah. It's mad, isn't it? Like, this split session decision. I think decisions. about, like, Romania, like Romania, for example, you do 30 hours worth of riding in five days or whatever it is, and you just think the amount of minuscule split-second things that have happened in a day is just like that determine that, a big outcome. that have got like massive swings either way like yeah. such big they call it the butterfly effect don't they if a butterfly flaps its wings on one side of the earth it's felt all around like think the knock-on effect of stuff that's like it's a philosophical it's, thing there, i've not heard that, that one but, I, but it's it is fucking mad the amount of even in a motocross race like the well yeah the thing the smallest i think more things. so in like motocross career because say my one thing would be like i went to america but then, if I didn't, no, but that's go, not exactly a split second no, decision, like, is uh, it? No, I mean like an injury, <laughs> split second injury. Yeah, that's like a which what he's saying, split second crash, Bill. Split second. No, he's saying a split second decision of no, not second. of not pressing his brake for yeah, long enough. Yeah, but then he crashed. Split second. Yeah, but we're on about the minuscule things, not just no, fucking going to America. Crashed. Let him fin- let's hear it. Come okay, on, come just on. Saying, this. Yeah, Bill, don't let me finish. A lot of people say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I already know that time. whatever's going to spill out next is just No, it's not. Garbage. It's quite serious because split second thing, you had one <laughs> crash when I was in America and then you was in, I in, got injured from the crash. So then 
you didn't sign a contract the following year, which I ended up back in the World Championship, and then now you're here, where if I didn't get an injury, so split second of crashing, then you end up doing well in America, staying in America. So, like, one small thing changes your career path, which yeah. is exactly what you said. He's done a good job there, yeah. Bill. Okay. Well, no, uh, exactly. well, okay, I have more stories like my that. My counter-argument would be, what, what was the, the split-second thing would have been, what was the cause right, of the, the crash? The second thing is the cause of the crash in the point that I'm making his first race at Hangtown in 2010, I got past first moto with half a lap to go, poor sale, finished second. Second moto, I got hit on the start. My gear lever was bent in. I was stuck in third gear. I then crashed because I couldn't change, landed on my shoulder, and then sat out the whole season in America. Okay, so, so that's how long your shoulder's been injured for? No, that was my riot. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. that's a split session. So, so again, another good decision. answer, Bill. Just calm down. Just no, no, pipe no, down no. next I time. I feel like I've na- navigated you into the good answer. Well, I think it was a team effort. No, I just just selling my side. The split second makes a big difference. I could still be in America. Yeah, well, could be here. Ma- like, imagine, yeah, yeah, but imagine if you didn't go, go, you could have been a world champion. Yeah, exactly. There's just Jeffrey Erlins so could many have been, things could have been. No, because nothing he was way compared to no, Thomas he Hill. was way, he was way after. So actually, the year I went to America, Bill, you were still a little. Nipper. Who won the next year? Uh, Marvin Musgren. Marvin Musgren. And he missed uh, a round, and he started so Marvin on Marvin Musgren never might have ended up yeah, in no. America if you had not gone. The to year America. before. Musquin won and I went to America I went 1-1 at the last round and lapped Musquin in both races and the following year he won the world championship with missing two rounds and switching a bike Katie. some people don't come back through those definitely shaped me as a person like those massive setbacks dealing with them mm. no it does makes big difference some people have a bad year and you don't see them again in sport do you yeah like one career thing can mess their head up hugely mm-hmm. yeah there's been riders I've yeah, disappeared from Slopestyle and you think they just kind of had a bit of bad luck and they probably could turn it around, but just didn't oh, stick with it. Ma- yeah, you see it in Macross all the time. Yeah, those things definitely keep you up at night. It sounds exaggerated, doesn't it? But thinking what uh, if. The what ifs in sport are insane. At the time, the, yeah, at the time when you have a, one of them moments, you just think it, everything's never going to be better. Do you know what we always look at on the flip side of it is what me and Tommy said quite a bit now. Like Also, at the same time, no one cares. Like, you... Go to yeah. a GP, someone wins, the race is over, and then you got 15th. No one really gives a fuck no, apart from you. you. Yeah, like... And uh, then you next week you do it all again. Yeah. But then an injury, like, you just... Oh, it's just... A, I've had it so many times in my career. Everything's about the motocross your whole life, and you just you just think it's over, and you're every day trying to get better, but mm. you, you just... You think you're not going to sign a contract, especially if you're in a contract year. It just... You just think, and then you try harder, you try harder, you try harder, and you get more setbacks. Yeah. Difficult. I um, uh, second time I shattered my wrist, but like the story I said, when I got sponsored by Red Bull, and then at my first ever Crankworks, no, second ever Crankworks in Rotorua, the one in New Zealand. Um, I was again. It's always when I've been going my best in my career that I've it's all come to a complete halt. I tried to seven twenty a jump, which isn't seven twenty a ball. It was way too big. <laughs> But I was like having it on a roll, having a mad moment in practice. I felt like I was winning practice. Just for non why would it be too big? Would you spin too much? It's like it was too fast. You took off at 30 mile an hour. I remember we got speed gun, and that's a fast jump. And to generate a carve, well, people do cork 720s now on the big jumps, which is a 360 backflip. Because you, but one of those flat spins, 
it's too fast. Well, your wheels are spinning too fast to make. Yeah, the gyroscopic effect. There's loads of reasons. Okay, maybe one day. Well, it was will. a bit more technical than I was. Yeah. Expect- <laughs> I was just trying to give the non mountain bikers a bit of context, but I think they've all just yeah. fell off the seat. But anyway, <laughs> I mean, maybe it's, maybe someone had done it, but it wasn't surprising that I crashed. And my mum and dad had flown out to New Zealand to like get involved and watch. And uh, I remember like crashing down this landing, hitting my head a bit, and look, we're looking at my wrist, and the bone was like poking up. And I remember, like, I covered it with my cuff, got on my bike, like, sat on it, held the bars, and rode down the side of the course, like, pretending myself it was fine. I remember thinking, like, I'll be able to get away with this. Like, I won't tell <laughs> yeah, Red Bull. Yeah, everyone looks tell. Like, everyone yeah. t- everyone just to see him and he just gone. And I went and sat next to my dad, white as a sheet, and he was like, what, mate? I said, yeah, I've, uh, I reckon I've broken my wrist, Dad. And I showed him, and he went, he just, like, a bit like me, he just went... Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's broken, isn't it? <laughs> we got Everyone's the same. off into the distance. Everyone. I remember thinking, I'm not going to be able to get away with this. I'm going to have to tell everyone. I remember I broke my wrist once um, riding trials and I came back to the van. As, as after just a local club trial, I, I broke my wrist. Anyway, I came back to the van, my, like, parked my bike up, got in the back of the van. We're going home. Yeah, sat in the back of the van because I didn't like want to see my dad around. I sat in the back of the van. I remember I had a watch on at the time and I was just going... This hurts. This hurts. I remember I took the watch off and it just went boom. Oh no! Yeah. And I still got didn't tell him all the way home. Got home and straight up to bed, like straight into my bedroom. Waited a few hours and come downstairs and I said to my mum, "I've hurt my wrist." I've done the I same. I think I need to go to hospital. I done it. In got my took bin. to hospital and then it was broke. And then in the end, fuck, like no one actually cares. It was I, fine. I was only like twelve as well at the time, so it wasn't like I was missing a world championship or something. I done it, and that could have been the end of my mountain bike career, where it all went wrong because. I was going to race British Championship, leading the British Championship in the 125s. Mountain bike, you said mountain no, bike. Yeah, I know, but listen. <laughs> you're doing a Billy Bolt. <laughs> I, before we was, camp was all loaded up, because on Friday before, Dad had come back from work, everything was loaded in, in motocross, you get a big camper as a kid, all loaded up, and I, I had these BMX jumps in the garden, and I think it was on a mountain bike that day. And then it was like, you come down this little section, drop down. There was one, two, four big doubles. Got bigger as it went on. Anyway, I got to the last one. I've just dropped the front a bit early on my mountain bike. And then I've gone over the handlebars, put my wrist down, broke my wrist. But um, camp was all loaded anyway, so I've ran up. If you put your hand in hot water in a bath, it makes it feel better, doesn't it? Like every, every injury feels better in a bath. Yeah. So I've gone up, had a bath, got all the dirt <laughs> off my face, got in the camper, climbed up to the bed, the back, the front bunk, crying and that but dad still hadn't seen me he's like i've just got in i'm like i'm ready to go get to the race um go out in the morning and tell him can't ride around i broke my wrist <laughs> and then my dad never really said a lot anyway it's funny we're all the same everyone's the same yeah. and i've i've just actually thought i did it as well and i was at a european championship in um norway and then there was one the next weekend in sweden and we were in a camper and i remember it was um we stayed over at the, where the norway one was to just practice through the week or whatever and it started pissed down all afternoon and no one was out riding or whatever, and I was just bored. So I'm going riding, and everyone was, oh, what are you doing that for? You're going to get your bike dirty, whatever. And um, did this, like, two steps in a row, which I'd done for the last few days anyway in the dry, and it was slippy, spun, crashed. And I remember, like, my elbow went to the ground, and my hand was still on the handlebar, and it just crunched it back, and I was, that was exactly the same. Instantly knew I was like, oh, no, I'm in trouble here. Went back to the camper, parked the bike up, got changed, hid in the bed for a little bit, come out a few hours later, just going... You just feel like a tip. Yeah, I've got just a story going, that I've could trump all of that. Fucking really nah. serious. What? I've got a story. I think I know it, but I've got a story again. similar, but a lot more, a lot better. I also did something similar at a place called Polesworth on an eighty-five, and I didn't want to ride. I, I didn't like the track. 
So I rode past pit lane with the kill switch on and my bike was going <laughs> buh, 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 buh. and then I came back and my dad stripped the whole bike and I thought <laughs> nothing wrong with that bike mate. <laughs> I'm just being a little bitch. Oh, no. What a fucking kid yeah, you what, were. What, what I mean. I've lost, funny, I've lost an incredible <laughs> amount of respect for you. Yeah, right probably now. have a lot of the viewers probably hell. have as well. But then, yeah, I didn't. That was because I didn't like motocross. Enduro, I don't mind enduro. Right, just feel the pressure on that day, and you just. I, just not I was going up the big hills. I was pretty shit. I was on a small wheel eighty five. It was my second ever race, and I just thought, I fucking hate this. <laughs> <laughs> so I just banged the kill switch on him. Just oh, was a proper pussy. But, but yeah, injuries. It's so funny that everyone just so, I've never so done alike. That, actually. I never made out this bike problem. No, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't like, think I have, to be honest. My parents never like pushed me to do mountain biking. They kind of probably were just like, I'll go on then. So it's not like getting injured was going to, they were going to be let down. No, I, I think distinctly remember lying about hurt myself. I, when I broke my ankle, I knew I'd broken it when I did it. And then I rode back to the car. That's my you old have to ride stealer. back, don't you? Does it, uh, uh, yeah, but like that was that that was bad, and I had my ankle hanging off the side of the bike. You mean like you've got to try and push it to the limit? Well, I can ride on this thing. No, but even like any crash, I always think oh, I need to just ride Test a little it. bit. I, like I did my wrist um, before super in it. The the second I saw on the super enduro a couple of years ago, and it hurt, but I felt like right, this this hurts, but I think I'm going to be all right for the weekend. It was like the Wednesday or whatever, but I still went back out onto the track and purposely did a full lap and hit the jump I just crashed on. Just did one lap, but like. That hurts, but I can ride and put the bike in the van. <laughs> went home. I caught my ankle on a tree stump rolling back to the car and it went span 180. Oh, I mean, oh. I still remember walking into dinner and trying to like do normal steps <laughs> when I got home for tea because I was scared. My like, I don't know, scared my mum would say, like, yeah, like, do you need a lift to hospital? Like, <laughs> what, what is the consequence? Yeah, nothing, no, I, is there? My mum Why do we waste the time? To, similar to yours, they never. We didn't know about motocross as a, as a career. My dad or mum never, obviously, mum never done it. But dad never was into bikes, so it was yeah. like we never knew it. So he was, there was never any pressure. It's not like someone now that's. I can understand why you wouldn't want to tell your mum or your dad you've hurt yourself because they're no, going to be like cross that you're not going to finish a series. No, no, my number that was yeah. never like that. But it's always the same now. Even you don't want to call your team manager and tell him you're injured. Or no. yeah, I got told off at the weekend because I didn't tell Stan told the team manager I was having surgery and I didn't any tools off. Do you boys have anything in your contract to say you can't do other sports? I guess yours is dangerous uh, enough. Proper yeah, they, no, they do. Yeah, they do. mine's got a few things in. Skiing was in my. I don't think mine is now. So there's another question then, Matt. Um, and Billy will probably be able to join in this because he joins in them all. So yeah. <laughs> no, he does. Yeah, but it's, it's about um, stop giving them ammunition to give a shit in the comments. You definitely won't be able to join in because you is this going to go clean over your head? Mm. Um, I'll look at here. It time. says opinions about Kieran Riley. Oh yeah, BMX lad. He's, is, are you from proper Newcastle? Yeah, of course, I'm from proper Newcastle. Yeah, but he's, his accent's stronger than yours. I can understand yeah. you. Okay. Oh, no, this is what happens. When you, when a Newcastle Toonian gets talking to another one, you can't hear a word. Yeah, K- Kieran said this. Yeah, Kieran's a, uh, if anyone doesn't know, he's a Geordie, real, like, super talented BMX. He got sponsored by Red Bull this year. Um, he came to my compound twice, both times did insane tricks. He landed a 720 double tail up to bar spin, which no one's ever done. Me and Ed watched it last night. Yeah, oh, cool. I, I, I've, I've never actually met him. I've met um, Ollie, the guy that films him. half in, the height of you. In, yeah, well, that's what I said when Ed put it on. Like, I followed him. It seems to work. Since he was, uh, like, really young, probably, like, 13 or something, because he was always, like, a little kid posting sick videos or whatever, and, like, as a local lad or whatever, I was kind of... I asked him if he wanted a text, and he said no. Yeah, I remember that. (laughs) We kind of had that link, and then... um, 
and I've watched his videos and stuff before and I never really noticed but I watched yours and uh, last night and Ed, with Ed sat there and you seen him like stood next to Cade obviously I've met Cade a few times and I just went fuck me he's small in real life like <laughs> yeah, it works for, for like, some reason so good at spinning. It, it never pi- I'd never picked up on it but yeah it's, yeah it's only, yeah it's not like a derogatory thing it's just interest, interesting yeah, yeah, isn't yeah, it like in I'd, sport people are often tall or have no I, I can see why it works because like he's always been spun fast yeah. like I can remember since. what impressed me most is he no matter how late he bails or crashes or what position he gets in on my airbag he'll always end up on his bum or back like really? even if that far from it he's like head first he'll just do this weird spin and he'll find last his last on trampolining or something he, he lands well from a bear yeah he can learn a trick guaranteed in a day because he can try it as many times as he wants it won't hurt him yeah um, there, there's a perception of the airbag's safe but that you can hurt yourself you can that. get yeah right spot of bother on it yeah, yeah. No, but he's a savage to be fair he is um, my accent's gone a bit fucked I've just spent that long travelling yeah. different places since as a kid obviously Roxy's when you ring your South dad. African but yeah Ed, Ed fucking loves it when my dad finds us when he rings his dad or someone from near him you, you just think what on earth have you just said on the phone to him like you, you cannot understand him yeah, I feel I don't like it when people say my accent's gone muddled. I don't, but at, at the same time, it's just easier than everyone going, What? You what? Like, yeah, just you constantly repeating yourself. But You can't go full Newcastle. When I go home, it comes out proper like. There's a question here where it's How did Matt meet Bill? But they met about an hour ago. Yeah, about an hour ago. <laughs> Come through that door. Um, I can't remember my first kind of of your videos I actually watched when I first discovered it. It was a while ago, but I can't quite figure think when it would have been to be honest normally um yeah very memorable clearly yeah um, it was i remember tom from back in his his ktm days with his with his blue alpine stars well, kit you don't you said that on another i episode. do Didn't fucking remember. that's my me- that oh yeah yeah sorry you did say that was your that's your like my first time i can obviously it was on tv but i remember tommy searle you were oh, reading dirt bike rider whatever that yeah it was blue alpine stars kit with on your ktm um but yours i can't quite figure when that'll have been it you're checking out a YouTube channel. Let's have a look. He's, he's just had a, well, a video go live 16 minutes yeah, ago. I want to put... Um, oh, did you I schedule mine? Yeah. I want to put uh, No, poster. I'll put yours out now. Oh, oh fuck, you forgot yours. Oh, uh, um, fucking hell. I'll do it right now. I wanted you to check it first. I did check it. There was one bit you didn't... Where I said, put, I'll put that clip in. Now it's not there, but I don't really care. Uh, okay. Well, Doesn't what, matter. Put it on. Why don't you answer this question while I put it on? It says, um, uh, who do you look up to more? Billy Ed or Tommy? <laughs> <laughs> Me, I'm the tallest. Yeah, Bill. Yeah, <laughs> physically, Bill. I don't yeah. know. You, Ed. Send me a picture, check. please. You guys would be lost without Edward, wouldn't you? Yeah, I would. Yeah. Bill would survive better than I would. <laughs> <laughs> I like, yeah, earlier on I was chatting to Ed, and uh, you just look up from your phone and go, we've got that video going live tonight, Ed. Ed went, yep. You got a photo of anything I can post to go with it? Yeah. Yeah, can you send that my way and I'll post it? Yeah. Well, what, what do you reckon? for it, Ed. Yeah, talk. What you just do you need the passwords. Do I don't even get involved What now. do you reckon just, is the most contribution Tommy's ever done to one of his videos, Ed? Like, as a percentage-wise. What's the most contribution he's ever give? Like, obviously, they're about him, so you've got to give him a certain amount of percentage because the, uh, it's the his early name. Ones. The early yeah. ones. It's his name and he's talking and stuff, but... The early ones were very narrated just to say this, say that, I, do this. Ed At least could, you've got the spiel Ed now. could basically just put them out now. Like, um, what, I don't change what, anything. What do you want on a title, by the way, quickly? Super Enduro Round 1. Uh, yeah, Super Enduro. I did a win. Round 1, I did a win. No, I do. Right, there we go. Wonderful. Bear with. 
Polish fans like it. Well, that one's th- is this how well. unpolished you are at YouTube? Or are you a bit more polished? Because we're fucking rough at it. Nah, you're good Similar. at it. It's got, all a it's bit, hard. you're winging you've got, it you've all got the way. something and press go, haven't you? You've got to say something. At the end of the day, anything's better than nothing, can it? Yeah. And that's literally the philosophy. Some videos you don't give two shits about and you think, well, no, that's not true, but you don't, like, yeah, you're not I passionate understand about the story, you just you see mean. what happens. You're going to yeah. press record, we're at a bike park, enough's enough, this will be good. Some of them, you start planning weeks in advance, you book flights, you do it all, you think this is going to be the best video, it's all going to... And the one you weren't interested exactly. in... Exactly, and better. like, also even when just you editing it, you're like, yeah. you've, you've thought about the whole video, that's going to lead into that, I'm going to do this transition, I'm going to make a time-lapse here. Spend hours and hours doing it, yeah. and then no one gives a shit. Whereas you post a GoPro, a f- continuous fifteen-minute GoPro clip, and they just go, "Wow, that's amazing!" And it's because we're all, we all live and breathe these sports and this lifestyle, and yeah. all we know and understand. So we can't see it through someone else's lens. So what we think is a good, exciting, different day isn't. It's just unusual for us. But to the person who's watching it and all those people, yeah, they it's, like it's, what you do. Wow. The opposite. I put your video out one minute ago, and the first part of it was the giveaway, and it. All it is is Billy win, Billy win, Billy win. Aye, Billy that win, was Billy very win. clever when I did that at the start of the video. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. now I wonder if they'll watch the rest. That was yeah. That it's was a good video. His that was um, yeah, if it was a good vid. Then you're fine. I it, use my noggin. It was clever with that one. I'm pleased I left you in charge to finish it. To, to be honest, that worked out quite well. Yeah, that was our first collab edit. Billy started it. I finished it. First, comp- no, you've done loads of them. Haven't you? No, what no, we're giving away I, today? I, I bladed it up. Oh yeah, Gizzy, but how? how in my vlog, it? there's a... Well, they just have to away. comment on this video. I'm giving away a number board that it? says 57 with a one in front of it. I sign, in the, if you watch the vlog, you get the gist, but I had to sign a load of them to give out for people at the factory and I stole one and said, I'm going to give this away in the vlog. So then I brought it home. And um, if you want to win that, you can go and watch my, cha- my video and subscribe while you're there. Have you sent one or not? No, it's on Lightroom still. Have you on your trials bike? He's even giving it, putting it through Lightroom, Tom. What's Lightroom? Talk us, talk us through a little bit more YouTube because I think it's quite an interesting story for these two boys. You and Ben, do you concept a few things or yeah. contracted to do anything or do no, you, no do you, contracts? Do you think well, things work better than others? We've had a month off, we've had a week off. Like sometimes we'll do four videos in a week. It's, there's nothing. There's no agreement. There's no formula. But I've definitely learned that if you've you shouldn't force it. Like, right, last month I've done three videos a week and that meant driving around, building stuff, doing a lot. But I'd never do three videos in a week if number three was definitely going to be shit. I just wouldn't. I've learned, like, if you've got an, an inkling, like, when we meet up and we film and Ben gets the camera out, I sometimes say to him, this is going to be a rubbish video and then we'll go home. Mm. What, and you don't even do it? Yeah, we don't. I don't want to put out that how, many, how many bad videos are you gonna, do you put out until people say... Bill's done, like... <laughs> fucking low this is what I was saying I have watched your channel Billy and I'm thinking you need to hear this no I appreciate it thanks for letting us know Ed, uh, no I like my Bill's come up on repeat because Alf likes watching GoPros now <laughs> so uh, there's one Bill does it's 50 minutes GoPro through uh, Sea to Sky and I, and I know the race now because I've watched it it's been on like four times and it's 50 minutes GoPro but a different different sport enduro riders um, really like watching the GoPro yeah well to me I would never sit and watch 50 minutes GoPro but then you look at like Mario's channel it, there's videos that are like 400,000 views of an hour long of GoPro oh really yeah like 
I would never sit and watch it, but at the same time, I feel like Clay, uh, uh, Graham's got millions on vid- videos that are two hours of just they're, just GoPro. They're the sorts of videos if you go for like a beer in Albania, it'll be on in a bar. Yeah, well, I went. Loop. It's true, isn't it? Yeah. Bit, bit less bizarre, but like I went to a shop, a motorbike shop the other day, and Graham's they've got like a TV screen in there, and Graham's GoPro on from Tong a couple of years ago was on there, and like is I would never sit and watch it on YouTube, but it was on, and I'm like, fuck me, I'm sat entertained by this like the track looks quite good that was a good move and like so I guess somewhat someone has a use for it that's why I just think anything is better than the nothing at the end of the day like we're multitasking here let's yeah. see if he's happy with this picture I've sent him Dick. yeah that'll do it give it? her a bit of the um, is that a main yeah well either one however give, you want it give her a do bit of stars. give her a bit of um, Tell her how the trials day went, Tommy. That's what's just come out on Tommy's channel now, by the way. Tommy went trials riding, which I'm very pleased I wasn't in attendance for because I think I'd have been irritated from start to finish. Yeah, you would have hated me on my trials. But so, very, people, very anyone who's watched the vlog... Why don't you, you do that quickly? Cause you, you no, I can do both. Well, go on then. Anyone who watched the vlog... Oh, I can't do yeah, I was going to say, that was very <laughs> ambitious. <laughs> Let me just copy and paste. I can't do... I can't multitask. Just put the link on it. No, you carry on, you boys. I'm sure. Well, we, you're meant to be talking about your trials day. Just carry on with your trials day, and then I'll carry on. Now, let's, let's talk about Matt's um, motorcycle experience. Other than T... Oh, not TTRs. Other than KLX 110s. I just like pit bike. Is that all you like? Have you ever I ridden did have one. motocross? Yeah, I had a um, an RMZ... With a four-stroke Yamaha, be an RMZ. Why no, that, Suzuki. It, it was yellow. It was oh, yellow. Yeah, Suzuki. An was RMZ. Right. See, I'm already expressing my lack of knowledge. Um... I had one of them, a 2011, so someone told me that's good because it's fuel-injected. 2011, fuel-injected yam. Uh, why I don't it? think it would have been for 2011. Not why, um, RMZ. Yellow. 2011 seems a long time ago to be fuel-injected. We need Bill for his master. Don't worry about the door, Bill. I'm pretty sure it was. Anyway, it was, it was cool, and I went to a few tracks, and I really liked it. I actually loved it. It's so hard. It's so physical. Yeah, I was riding hard. my bike a lot on my push bike and I had no strength or the right muscles for that sport. Uh, don't you find though... But it's a lot of admin motocross. Yeah. Like the, I couldn't believe how much effort it takes to just be on a bike on a track. Yeah. Like you had to get up at half five in the morning. It felt like at 10am I might have a chance of doing one lap, then getting arm pump. Then I miss the rest of the 20 minutes that my group are allocated. And then I watch kids go out, good guys go out, and then I get my chance again, get arm pump can't ride load it all back in the van and then then go and do hours of jet washing you actually used to go to practice tracks and ride yeah yeah I did a bit of it sorry like at Chippenham is it Wild Tracks Chippenham I went there Mildenhall a few others for maybe 18 months and then KTM weirdly because I guess I started getting a few followers on Instagram gave me a brand new 250F oh bloody hell would you call it a 250F four stroke and I preferred this my Yellow one. I don't know why. It was too good. It was like so new and fast. And Oh, you really like the old hanging by? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Well, you had a Ali Suzuki well, maybe I just used to it. Yeah. Yeah. Ali I mean, it was amazing. It's been the difference. I think I was scared to crash it and break it too. But yeah, it wasn't mine. I liked having my own motocross bike. It was a cool thing to have. But then you've got to pull over. You load the van. You've got to pull over, get it out, pressure wash it. Because I didn't have a pressure wash at home at Shell. Put 40 quid through one of them. A lot not, of more maintenance involved in oh motocross bikes, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. we Mount, went to... Mountain bikes are the best for that. To Dovey, Diffie, whatever it's called. We went there, obviously, when you were there that muddy day. Come home, quick jet wash, bikes are done. Lovely jubbly. Yeah, but you've got... Yeah, once you... It's, I guess once you're set up... But yeah, but if you was, if that was motocross, you'd be jet washing Oh, but then you've got oil filter and that stuff. 
Yeah, m- m- like horse. are considerably uh, less. But the next less, level is less. you could have a horse and then you've got to clean it out, feed it. Mm. Yeah, fuck horses. <laughs> yeah, I've work. started riding horses this year. It's good crack. Hard work. Oh, no way. It's hard work. Know. My sister used to have horses. Fuck that. And I won't let anyone <laughs> say, job. I bet it's easy that the horse does all uh. the work. No, I've tried ride to just so the riding. Oh, it's so hard. I've tried to jump a horse once because, well, I had a ride on it and I said, I want to do a jump. So I was getting, the, the, the person was pulling us along on the reins and said, just, the horse, the horse will do it and it just, it would just stop every yeah. time. And the physical strength that just stay on the fucking thing after exactly. it quickly. Exactly. You, you ride a powerful motor. Hit brakes and I'm going, oh, okay, hell. And then eventually the one time it did jump over, I fucking shit myself it's when it so took gnarly. off. It's fucking, I've the never jump, rode one. The, it's jump gnarly. Was, the jump wasn't even two foot high. My sister had them and I'd, I'd refuse to get on one. Stupid things. Don't the thought of not being in control. I don't even yeah. like roller coasters. <laughs> <laughs> not even joking. I think yeah, don't really. ride roller coasters because you're just not in control. Right, off trials bikes. I'm gonna You'll get on a plane. What about airplanes or buses? Several times Can, a year. No, airplanes are right. Because oh, you're in full control so of that, control. aren't you? Yeah. Go, go on, Ed. Down. I'm going to revert to a couple more questions and then we'll wrap it up because I know you've got to get on your way, Matt. Um, they want to know what's happened to the Stink E. Oh, that electric hanging bike. Yeah, I must one. have a thing for hanging bikes. Yeah, your on that is like a as well. yeah, I enjoy I enjoy shit like I like riding fucking bits as a mongles like Yeah, it's funny. A mate sent me of that we're in a WhatsApp group and someone said, Look at this bike, it's horrendous, and everyone was just laughing at it. Um and then yeah, like behind everyone's back went and bought it. <laughs> That's brilliant. <laughs> yeah. It was twelve eleven hundred quid. Was it? Load, yeah, but I'd sound seemed like such a good idea at the time. And the bloke who sold it to me was quite proud of it. it and he'd made it himself, hadn't he? Yeah, he's like a uh, battery engineer at Oxford Uni real clever American guy who weirdly texted me last week saying how are you getting on with the e-bike <laughs> no way no, you've yeah. got to get him on the channel imagine getting him on do talking what, yeah. him through does, in a lab he, coat. does he know like about the channel he must do and if he does because why would he text I yeah. don't know maybe he's seen it and he's like I'm going to send him an innocent text <laughs> how are you getting on with it yeah it's a piece of shit and it don't work what you've slagged it off on your channel well it's it doesn't need slagging off it's an unreal monstrosity but it's oh, it? insane comedic value and um, can you jump stuff on it? Well, Boy, it crabs up. There's so much flex in it. It like crabs up a takeoff. So you can't, you could point it exactly straight up a lip, but you cannot, cannot guarantee. This is such a good video. What, Jono. 20 yeah. square oh, feet I've watched, I've watched watched that video. A good one, yeah. yeah, It's absolute random where jump. you land. Yeah, and Jono like tried to steer left on it and it went right into the yeah, trees. Yeah, no, I have watched that and one. And that's that a funny. genuine, he, he was giving it his best. Mm. And that's what <laughs> happened. Yeah, it's rear wheel steer that's unknown. That's <laughs> Rear wheel steer. That is mint. Um, You're scrolling a lot. Are there that many questions? There's so many. There's oh, also one. Massive. Go us. Popular. There's one here from Ben Grist. I don't know if you know him, but he says, "How does it feel to work with Benjamin Grist? Does he feel lucky?" We've already touched does on Ben. That. Feel lucky? You've yeah, he's right having. Up, a, or do I feel lucky? No, he's having a plug. I, I tell you what. Talking the of plugs, guy ever. let's have a, uh, a a plug slash talk to us about how Hellfare came along, how it started, how you do it, how you manage it. How many orders you have to pack? Because that's a job and a half. Yeah, you all know that with Kex. Mm, it's um, painful. We started in 2019 as a clothing brand only. We, but when I say clothing, I mean it's very much morphed into a mountain bike apparel brand. But it was t-shirts, hoodies. Um, we just wanted to. We, we Ben's Ben's a businessman. He's had he had a watch company when he was younger. That was his first like entrepreneurial thing um, when he left school. And I was riding bikes. And he told me about the watch thing and I was well interested in it. I even thought about doing something similar myself, but he kind of told me, Matt, everything you do is fairly uncool. So if you're going <laughs> to, you're going to start a brand, I'll, I'll happily help. And he actually, they've now, the name Hellfare, Ben already had 
Um, and he had the Instagram handle and hellfair.com. Oh, wow. It was a big part. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, which is undeniably a huge part. And I love the name. Like, I was so into it. I thought we could do anything with that. We could mould it, shape it. It's not a word in the dictionary. Even having a word that's not a word will rank higher on Google. There were so many benefits to it. Mm-hmm. And I, like, really said we should run with this. And we actually took ages then to do anything proper. But it was it, it was at the point we decided, let, I'm a mountain biker. Let's make it a mountain bike apparel brand. And Ben, ben actually wasn't that keen on that. He, I think he had a vision of it being, like, purely casual, almost fashion, which I get. But I think we're both so stoked that we've like put it, anchored it to a niche and like yeah, the, this industry where people enjoy my videos that we make together and then we've got the clothing brand that we do together and it all feeds into the same like rad thing. But it's been busy. The last year, we've had some massive nights where we drop a whole like, range of stuff and we've done, yeah, like thousands of orders in one evening and then we've got to get them out within three days. Yeah, it's good. It's impressive. Very all impressive. Night. And it's just me, Ben, and Ben's younger brother, Tom, that do it. So when the three of us are packing orders, listening to like three-hour-long drum and bass mixes, you get through <laughs> them, but there's no shortcuts, is there? You still no. have to go and get a hoodie and a jersey and a beanie, check the sizes, check the colours, put them in a the bag, sign the cards. Yeah, I, I did that with Tommy. Tommy helped me pack some orders and fuck quite a lot of them up, so he's now been fired. No, not allowed. To, not allowed in the stock room now. <laughs> so yeah, that was great. Right, yeah, but it's cool. I've loved it. It's it, we're, we're both sat there saying, "Tommy, you're not doing this properly. Please pay more attention." No, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. And then, lo and behold, of the ten orders he packed, six of them or eight. Yeah, of we them. was actually filming the order. I and I'm up. literally stood there, <laughs> a video of it. watching him go. You're not Everyone's doing it. You're not doing it right. You're not actually checking them. And he's going, "Yeah, I am." I thought I was. I was trying. My brother said to me... Easy to make a mistake. About a year ago, he said, Matt, I remember when you and Ben started Hellfair, you saying to, a, saying to me, so I said to him that... Uh, oh, what did he, how did I word it? Apparently I said, I can't wait one day that... I, one day I can't imagine the feeling of seeing someone wearing your product who you don't know. Mm. And I remember the first time it happened, I was at a bike park and someone had a green Hellfair jersey on. I had no idea who they are and it was really, really It's cool, cool isn't it? Yeah. I've yeah. seen that at it's some of the races when people wear kegs stuff. Yeah. And just think, it's amazing. But yeah, it is, it's, it's definitely good. So what's the, the end goal or the next goal with Hellfair? Um, keep going with the mountain bike stuff. We're doing trousers, which we spent months and months on. I reckon they'll be available March time. Gloves, just the full, like, yeah, keep it like that. And then with our casual stuff, hoodies and things, we're going to put more time. Well, we are putting loads more time into it, but make it all cooler, better fit, everything. We're working flat out. And that is True. to be just sold only by you or are you going to stock it in shops or...? Uh, we'll probably stay direct yeah I'm part of Brink Bike Shop we're going to get some in there so that people can see it on hangers and try it on that's pretty cool I think yeah, that's quite there's a massive benefit to that and yeah. yeah touch and feel it's all tactile products isn't it and we've got a new sponsorship signing start of January that was new the question athlete. actually oh really I'm yeah. not, not going to disclose it because it's such massive news I'm going to save that for my podcast is it actually it's not good, Tommy good service <laughs> is it a big um, is it a racer is it a racer slash yeah Quite close to home, actually. He is. I think I can guess. Fair enough. Can you? Is he a Jones? No, he's giving it away. <laughs> Could be. No, we're doing loads of stuff next year. Cool. Well, that'll be exciting. And and if any one of our viewers that haven't heard of you, which obviously you will because he's a massive name, uh, where do they go and get all this apparel? Hellfair.com. Which is spelt. H-E-L-F-A-R-E Can I uh, Says it on my hoodie here Yeah Can I plug, I also plug, do. plug these Yeah you can also plug them So me and Edward Have known each other a while And I've been aware of Kex And we talk a lot of business stuff We compare Hellfair and Kex Similar age companies yeah, Similar target years. audience yeah. similar, We buy from the same part of the world We do it all in the same way Yeah and we've 
come up with a signature pair of Matt Jones pants. Let's have a look. Yeah, we, um, we've got a I Matt like Jones pair of pants that are coming out on Kex at some point. Which... Uh, you weren't. You, you, you were, so, were you sold straight straight away on the idea of the bullseye on the crop? Yeah, it's a good idea, isn't it? Yeah, I like them. There they are. So this pair here is meant to match Matt's jump bike colour scheme, and Matt's design and con- it was for the design and conquer, wasn't it? That green. Yeah, there's um, a bullseye smack bang in the middle there. That was and all he said. You, when you fill them out well, it lines up. <laughs> and then I said to Ed, should we put bullseye on the back as well? And you said, no, you should probably leave that. <laughs> I said, mm. Yeah. And it's got an MJ down there, which is the same MJ's on my helmet. Is there one on this? Let's look. What's MJ stand for? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, everything matches up. There we go. So, is that nice. trick? I can't tell you if it's a trick question, MJ. You can never tell with him if it's a trick question. Design me a logo. He's a fucking idiot. <laughs> 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 to be fair, they're I cool, aren't they? When like are they coming out, Ed? Think, what is um, the logo? They are going to come out. Should we do it like next week or soon? After Christmas? Before Christmas? I think after Christmas yeah, let's we'll do it we'll in the new them. year. Because we've got, we've got to get Billy's merchandise Bulls drop are. out of the way. That's coming very soon. I like the colours. I'd imagine like about a similar time as podcasts. Uh, well, actually, your BB57 pair of pants is getting launched as well because you've got your own pair of kecks. That's is coming, that coming with, your, with my merch. That's coming with your merch. Oh, big week for Bill then. Uh, fucking big rolling week. it in for Christmas. I need merch. Anyone listens to this wants to sign <laughs> me a logo <laughs> <laughs> and to put on my merch, just write in the comments and just hit me up, send me a logo or something. Oh, he's Not feeling, a shit one. He's feeling so Just everyone's out. got merch. He's Ed's feelings. got kecks. Bill's got BB. Matt's got MJ. What about your sticker company? Get that plugged on. Nah, back you are backyard. You can design some stickers, but I want some merch. Really, um, That's my sister actually needs some new stickers. She had a reoffender snap. Joke. Yeah, my dad's phoned us three times. In the I last tell you week. what, they're that good. She could probably peel it off her old one <laughs> and stick it. But on I the think new what's one. happened is it's peeled off and it's got shit on it, so only half of it's going to stick. So we, my yeah, sister needs enough. a new no. one. If if we'll is that possible? Some. Do we have budget? No, we have budget. Yeah, there's plenty. I need I need riders actually to wear the product. Okay. They use the product, so does this budget. I'll, oh, that's good. I'll just use your link and get some new ones sent right Why out. Why don't you make Thanks. Matt a nice set for his with Hellfare on for his mini bike? Yeah, I can do that. That's nice. KLX one ten Hellfare backyard design. It's good, yeah. Go on, lad. Or please. Matt could design them himself due to the online configurator. Yeah, the online configurator is quite good. You can design them yourself. <laughs> but um, less about that. Must remember. Right. Well, let's I wrap think, this up. Yeah, I think we'll wrap that up. Um, the giveaway from Fat Jimmy's Racing, we've decided it's going to be a gazebo, which will hopefully benefit some mountain bikers, and it'd be cool if a mountain biker wins that. So all you've got to do is comment on this YouTube video. Um, ah, fuck him. I hope an enduro rider wins. I don't know what you should comment. Team enduro. Comment something. Matt's um, had enough. He's doing a Tommy. Yeah, one. Matt's off. Where did you get your shoes? <laughs> <laughs> from the shop. Matt's worse than me. He's up and out Yeah, he's gone. Yeah, Matt's gone. Right, anyway. <laughs> thanks very much for watching this one. Stay tuned for everything. Hellfare, Kex, Factory Image Racing, Backyard Design. Bullseye Pants. Bullseye Pants. And uh, we will see you on the Christmas special. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.